I need that sports, sports encyclopedia. We were at Steve Kim. Got Trent in the cut. Yeah. The coach JB. What up, what up, what up, man? The real coach JB. My main man, Big Smitty. Ah! Are y'all ready for this? Run like something to prove it. Came to a conclusion that it's crazy. Man, I'm ready to get it. Smitty and JB. JB and Smitty from West Coast to your side. Worldwide, we in your city. That sounds fine. Keep it 150. We never change what's happening. Hurdle Lincoln. In any metric, coach, you cannot have Russell Wilson here. Nick gave me my first offer. Like, it, it, you gotta have that store. You gotta be marketable. Hockey, football, baseball, then basketball. Oh, I love this fucking show so much, dude. Are you mixing light and dark at 11 a.m.? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm elated that I can be able to coach, that I can be able to mentor these kids uh, and give them everything that I've learned over the last 20 years. Get Smitty and Jason Brown, kill the ass around. We want the game to miss and we switched it and filled the gap. Smitty and Jason Brown, we kill the ass around. We want the game to miss and we switched it and filled the gap. You are now tuning out to the Coach JB. Hello? Hello? Can you hear me? Derek? Man, God, I hate this dang phone line, man. I'm sorry, Jay. I spent all this dang money on this phone line, and the, the signal was horrible. I don't get it. Guess what? All right. Appreciate you. We got a new deal with Mint Mobile. I just saved your whole life in phone drama. Mint Mobile is now a new proud sponsor of the Coach AB Show with Big Smitty. Stop Big playing. Smitty. Your problem's been solved. We got a partnership with Mint Mobile? You talking about Ryan Reynolds, Mint Mobile? Stop playing right now. Hold on. Let me Google this real quick. You can try mintmobile.com slash CoachJB and get three months free when you use the promo code CoachJB. Hey, man, I did did a quick Google search real quick to make sure you wasn't playing around. They got plans as low as $15? They got plans for $30.00. Unlimited everything, speed, coverage, data, access to 5G, unlimited talk, text, mobile hotspots. You can talk in Mexico, talk in Canada, and they're built on the nation's largest 5G network. Are you kidding me, JP? Hey, and everyone wants to know how hard it is to switch to your service. Big Wireless wants to think it's hard. They want you to think it's hard, Big Smitty, but switching a minute is super easy. Thanks to digital eSIM cards, which most phones now have. You can sign up and activate immediately right on your phone. From the comfort of your own home, Mint Mobile does it all. Short, fat, skinny, and tall. That's why the Coach JB Show with Big Smitty is proud new sponsor using promo code Coach JB. TryMintMobile.com. This is where it's at. We got it, Big Smitty. And hold on, JB. I just read this. this is last but not least. Last but not least, man. Hey, y'all, don't be duped by Big Wireless right now. I'm telling you, right now. Mint Mobile is, is through January 1st. You will receive an additional three months free, 90 days, three months free if you purchase a three-month plan using our link below. So, hey, I, I'm switching over to Mint Mobile right now, JB. I'm done with this company I'm working with. They they crazy. The, the, the line, it, it, it never works. The signal is out, and it costs too much money. I'm going over to Mint Mobile, JB, and y'all should do the same. <laughs> Big Smitty, I'm calling you right now. 
JV, Mint Mobile. Mint Mobile, clear as day. I hear you clear. The new promo code, Coach JV, right here, three months free. Mint Mobile, try mintmobile.com slash Coach JV and get you there free. Three months off, family deals, all deals, short, fast, skinny, and tall. Mint does it all. Proud new sponsor. Much love. We'll see you later. Peace. Yeah! We are in the building. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, wherever you're from. I don't know what y'all do in Canada. But listen, Chiefs Queendom, we're in the building. For all the Chiefs Queendom fans, stand up. Chiefs Queendom, stand up. All you guys are my home, Crybaby ass fans, stand up. Let's go. We got a whole new thing in the building. We got something big today. We got something big today. My goodness, I got some new pictures. Thanks, shout out to all the fans out there. Woo, look at that. I like that one right there. I can hit her. I can hit that. She knows. She knows she want to hit. We would have had that baby right there. We would have had that baby right there. Um, If we would have hit. We got a lot going on today. Big show today. It is Doc Talk Tuesday, the day after Christmas. And uh, hope everybody had an enjoyable holiday. As you enter the building, Pound the like button, subscribe, become a member. If you're not one already, pound that like button today. We need a thousand likes. Should be a good one. Um, interesting weekend. We had a big weekend. We had a Christmas Eve little get together. We had a Christmas Eve Eve get together. Big E dub. Eric Weddle came through the house. We got to chop it up. Break broke bread. Sunday, Steve Kim joined. Big Smitty through came, slid through. We're going to dive into all that and more. Um, but first of all, let's get you started with the uh, the rundown of the show today. Of course, it is Chiefs Queendom Tuesday. And Dr. Jesse Morris will be joining us. Steve Kim, Big Matt, Tank Johnson's, Tank Soldier's Day. It's a loaded show. The day after Christmas gets you back up and running. Today, tomorrow, and Thursday. And then we're off Friday and then back next Tuesday throughout the rest of the football season. That's the schedule. So, uh Mahomes chokes again. We're going to break this down today, and I uh, can't wait to dive into it. He chokes again, and he might be the biggest crybaby quarterback to ever play the sport. And I got receipts, as I predicted. They would be 10-7 and seven on the season, but everybody called me crazy. Just remember that. They called me crazy, as I predicted them to be 10-7. and seven. Woo! We're going to break that down. Lamar wins showdown between him and Purdy. Purdy looked pretty average to me. We're going to break that down, too. Sam Darnold is the better option at quarterback than Purdy for the 49ers, and I will explain that later on. I can't wait. I know Smitty and I are going to debate that one. Dak shows why we can never believe in the Cowgirls or the Cowboys, whatever you like to call them. Dak Prescott, again, proves why we can never, ever have full faith in the Cowboys. Who is the MVP, Lamar Jackson or CMC? We're going to break that down today. Uh, Smitty and I will debate it. Coach Dayball benches the Gabagool DeVito for Tyrod Taylor. Unsure who the Week 17 starter will be, but we'll break that down as well. Kind of shocked that they benched him so quickly after he was been 3-1 and one as a starter. Lakers lose to the hated ones. And then they hug it up afterwards. LeBron couldn't hug more people after they got beat by 11 than he possibly. He had to hug everybody. He hugged Jason Tatum, his kids, his son, his girl. 
I mean, it's a love fest out there, boy. God damn. It is hard to watch. I can't wait to debate that with Smitty. You know, Smitty loved the hugging and dapping afterward. Maz Donkic passes 10,000 points in his 358th game. Is Donkic the best player? Is Luka the best player in the NBA? We're going to break that down, too. Denver beats the Warriors. Steve Kerr disgusted by officiating after Joker had 18 free throw attempts. Coach Sala says he could have done better after losing Aaron Rodgers for the season. We're going to dive into that. And then the Seahawks and the Rams still in the hunt in the NFC playoff picture. We're going to also discuss our most dangerous NFL teams right now. Can't wait to discuss that. And um, But before we get started, man, on this Doc Talk Tuesday, it, it wouldn't be the Real Coach AB show without my main man, Big Smitty. Yeah! We back in the building. Clap it up, clap it up. We back in the building. He got the Chiefs Queendom shirt on, man. Crazy Monday of games. Crazy Sunday. Happy holidays, y'all. Merry Christmas. We said Christmas over here. Kwanzaa, whatever you celebrate. JB, how you doing, man? Hey, I'm still full from Sunday. I ain't gonna lie to you. I'm still full. We call it blood mess <laughs> over here. But what we gonna do is... Uh... <laughs> I got so much food. I had some cats come over yesterday even to help me knock out some of that food, man. I still got so much food. I got a I got a double I got a double wide fridge, but I'm gonna have to get a triple wide. Did they make a triple wide fridge? They're gonna have to make one custom for you. Golly, JB. You fix so much damn food. I don't think you took enough food though. Cause I got a gang of food. I don't think I don't think people took enough food, man. We had a lot of people. We had we had about what, I don't know, eight, ten people show up, but we had about eight, ten people flake. And uh, it is what it is, six seeds, and we had a lot of sick people. You know, I got a A's call in, a lot of A's called out. But it's all good, you know, because I don't want to bring Smitty over to that environment. So we got uh, we got a good friend, you know what I mean? I keep people married. I keep people engaged. I keep people that way. Um, we got a busy show today. It's hey, first time, first time playing poker, y'all, and I took everybody's money. <laughs> we actually lost, but, yeah, good, good, good story. <laughs> we we split the pot at the end. You was out the room because you had already went all in and lost your money. Won. You already lost your money. We split the pot I at the end. I already won. <laughs> I left about $40 in my pocket. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> that's, that's gas. Well, maybe have a half a gas tank on the way back. Hey, it's more than uh, more than what I came there with. <laughs> hey, Jerry, I got a deep freezer. I got a big freezer in the laundry room, and that shit full, too. I got that full of stuff. I got so much shit here. I got to get another deep freezer outside, but then Ash will unplug it, and all the fish will go bad. So, I, you know, it just, I got Hey, y'all, this, this man has shrimp, mashed, mashed potatoes, prime rib, uh, smoked turkey, fried turkey, ham, uh, 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 greens. He had some fucking sweet potatoes. He had cookies for days, chips. He had a family special homemade, like, cracker and some dip. I don't know what you would so call what it. it. Is, it's a family heirloom, Smitty. So what it is, it's Philadelphia cream cheese. You chop up crab meat. You throw, you throw the crab meat on top of the cream cheese, and then you get chili sauce. You douse it with chili sauce, and then wheat thin, dog. It could be white people's shit. I don't, I'm not sure, but it's fire though. <laughs> it is fire. It is, it is white people's shit, but it was it was pretty good. I, mean, I can't I can't be mad. JB did his thing, y'all. He he cooked a lot of damn food by himself. Hey, so the debate yeah. though, the debate, the debate. Okay. okay. I'm gonna disagree because I think black people should automatically think 
fried, fried, fried is the best. So he came in with a preconceived notion that the fried turkey, Big Smitty did anyway, everybody out there, we got 300 people on TikTok, we got 500 already on here, pound the like button, subscribe, become a member. Big Smitty walked in the house thinking the fried turkey was going to be the best turkey. And I told him, I said, just be, have an open mind. I'm trying to tell you, that smoked turkey, it took longer, of course, 23 pounder. That smoked turkey, though, man, I think I might have, usually it's a toss-up because both my turkeys, I inject them. One's Cajun, one's Creole turkey, one's a Cajun. Uh, to this time, I'm going to roll with the smoked turkey this time, man. I, I got to go with the smoked. I think I got a little bit of more injection on it, uh, on this one. It was so moist. It was unbelievable. What I know you're going with the fry because that's what, by default, that's what you you got to just come in and say because that's just BPS. But that fry was crazy, but it was so damn tender as well. The fry was juicy. They both were good. So, I mean, you're kind of just picking, like, you know, you know, you can't go wrong with either one. But that fry was different, man. It was fine with the fucking bone. It was so damn juicy. But the prime rib was the best shit. Really? When it comes to fl- yeah, the flavor on that was it was next level compared to any other thing you fix. It was just was you, you eat that shit cold. I had a cold piece yesterday. It was good as hell. <laughs> That's how much flavor it had on there, so. Yeah, man. Do, you I, everything's my own seasoning, by the way. I see the chat. All my shit is my own seasoning, by the way. So that's what I do. That's what I do. Um, and, I, we, and we was cracking up laughing, chat, though, because we was, uh, you know, JB's, like, his best friend came over. Like, some of his homeboys we grew up with. So I was, you know, getting all the inside scoop, all the, all the you know, stories. But we were joking because JB will smoke everything. Like, he'll, he'll smoke some pizza rolls. You know what I'm saying? Like, whatever you can think of, that motherfucker will smoke some Top Ramen noodles. In a packet, so we we had some fun cracking up laughing man, uh, a couple of days ago. It, it, it was a hell of a time, man. Shout out to JB doing it. You guys did that without me though, because I was in another room, probably entertaining. That's you know, that's a little bit, you know. I don't know. Hey, black people, shit. That's how we do it. Black people, shit. Hey, uh, shout out to, shout out to Eric Rivera already. Starting starting the holiday season off the right way. Nine ninety nine. Shout out to my guy ER. <laughs> it's dangerous. ER is dangerous. Hell yeah. Hey, uh, pound the like, subscribe. We got a loaded show today. This show is brought to you by betonline.ag. Use the promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-B. Get you 50% off plus welcome bonus. We got the quote of the day before we get started and we get into a daily rant. Uh, appreciate everybody joining us after the holidays. We got a loaded lineup this week, Tuesday, Thursday, Wednesday, Thursday, and then we'll be off until next Tuesday after the first of the year. So, uh, I might be going to visit Pat. I don't know. Pat was courtside yesterday. Crazy. He was sending me videos. He was courtside of the Suns game. He left at half because it was getting dug out. Uh, but he was right there on the court. He knows the owner. So he has a courtside seat. So he was literally on the court. Uh, been there with him for a game uh, a couple years ago. He's got the fire seats. Uh, but he's even disappointed in his, uh, in his Phoenix Suns. We're going to dive into the Phoenix Suns. But quote of the day. This is a cold one. Shout out to whoever sent this to me. I'll give you credit. Uh, If anyone has fire quotes, send them to me. I'll use them on the show. But this one, eat with your brothers. Don't compete with them. Mm. The hustle is against poverty, not friendship. Uh, That's the quote of the day. A lot of cats be backbiting each other, man. I've seen a lot of friends lose friends over being this way. So I just wanted to break that out there and shoot that out there. Uh, eat with your brothers. Don't compete with them. It's funny how when you find out who don't who don't, who buys your shit and who don't. Start a business and see who supports that shit. 
Right. You find out who your friends are real quick. Oh, you ain't you bought Ciroc, but not slapdick vodka. I didn't been there. No help. I didn't been there. You bought Lululemon. You ain't you ain't bought live for today. Okay. All right. Hey, you can't buy slapdick whiskey, but you can buy makers. Makers don't need your help. Right. Like, hold on, you you Jordans, but not. You spending you spending three hundred dollars on Nike, but you can't get no damn forty dollars from LFT. Come on now, I tell you, find out who your friends are real quick. Eat with your brothers, um, but eat with them though. Don't compete with them. Uh, contrary to belief, brought to you by Prize Picks. Head on over there. Uh, nowadays, being honest is the biggest mistake. That's Isn't that a shame? Contrary <laughs> to believe, being honest is the biggest mistake. That, you tell the truth, you cancel. You tell the truth, they hate on you, that you're a hater, that blah, blah, blah. Contrary to belief, nowadays being honest is the biggest mistake. Contrary to belief, also brought to you by AQMS, our best furniture mover in America. Make sure you call 1 888 1-888-233-3110. AQMS, Affordable Quality Moving and Storage, 888-233-3110. Tell them I sent you. No matter how hard you try, Big Smitty, you can't please everyone. Yeah. Contrary to belief. Just can't do it. Can't do it. Learned that the hard way. Hey, we got we to gotta start. I'm going to start with a rant. But before that, since it's coming on, we got – I got to show you this. Uh, this is – I love this little skit right here. Uh, E-Dub wrote on my board, by the way. Dub was here. <laughs> uh, Market territory, Dub. I got I to gotta, uh, gotta dive into this one because I love this skit because this is kind of the men's combatment from the woman not wanting to go to Cheesecake Factory. Mm. So I want to start to show off Big Smitty. Do you agree or disagree with this skit? Because I thought it was pretty funny by this young kid right here. Yeah. You thought it was cool to take me to the Clipper game. Nothing about me screaming the Lakers. You like basketball. Do I look irrelevant to you? It's given you got these tickets on Groupon. But I guess we here now. Come on. Ooh, you want my babe? Mm, no. So that I can get injured? No, that shit might break <laughs> me out for real. But go ahead. You can buy it for you. Babe. The air center up here. How many more steps we got? Not me doing cardio. It is? Oops. All right. I can't breathe up here for real. <laughs> what was this called? I can't see anything from here. So you don't like these seats or something? Nah, they cool even though my outfit is screaming courtside. That's what I was expecting, but you do the math. Go Warriors. Is that Malik? Malik. Oh, no. Act like you don't hear me, man. Hey, hey. You know him? I don't know anybody that goes to the Clippers game. Come on, be for real. Yeah, especially this high up. Well, I really enjoyed the game with you. Oh, I'm glad one of us did. Okay, look, I know it wasn't a Lakers game, but next time, right? Yeah, I got you. I'll keep you posted. All right. Bye. Okay. <laughs> Gee, this is why I'm a homebody, bro. The dating pool is trash. Bro, what happened? I thought you was going to the game. Bro, if you want to call it that, she took me to the Clippers game. Exactly, bro. Okay, LeBron James me, please. <laughs> he took me to the Clippers game. He was salty. But hey, I respect that, man. 
the reason I showed that though, nowadays you gotta make you gotta be funny without like cussing, without doing crazy shit to really blow up. Have you noticed that? Yeah, I mean, I I've seen it both ways, but if you want to really blow up mainstream and like long term, that's the route to go, you know what I'm saying? And I've seen a few people like tap into the space where they and I will say it, it takes a true talent though to be able to be funny without cussing. I do think cussing, I'm not saying it's easy to be funny when you cuss, but I think that's a natural go-to for most people. When you can just be funny and not say one single cuss word, that's hard to do. That's hard to do. If I told you, JB, you couldn't cuss the rest of this show, I don't know, I don't know if you could do it. The thing is, I don't want to do it. But, but, it, but could you though? It ain't about one. Could yeah. you honestly do it? I mean, yeah, if you give me a million dollars or something, I could. See, why, why I give you a million though? Why I give you a million? <laughs> I mean, we don't really talk. We don't really know each other. We're not really cool like that. So I'd have right, to just, right. you have to pay me. Just like, I gotta pay you. I gotta pay you to do it, you know? I was so uncomfortable coming to your house on Sunday. I didn't really know. I didn't really know you. I didn't know what I was walking into. The dogs didn't know me. Ash tried to eat me. Pause. So I didn't really know what was going on. Ash loved black people. So E-Dub brought his, 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 his homie over, one of his coaches. Yeah, Ash loved black people, man. I said, "Hey, he loves Smitty like that too." It's crazy. He really do. He was but, literally following me around in the, in the casino. Set it up to go you, or is it? You know what I'm saying? That's what you don't really know. Yeah, it make you nervous because Ash will walk between your legs and just look at you in between your legs. I don't know what that means. Like, I'm like, "Hey, I I love you, Ash, but I don't want your your mouth right by my balls. So I just I don't feel comfortable. I don't know. You might have a flashback and hurt. So I just can't, you know." You know, but hey, Ash is a big old baby. That's all it is. Ash is a big ass baby. Yeah. Cali uh, be chilling though. Cali be chilling. Cali like white, white people shit. Uh, black is hey, Ash is clearly black people shit though. Cali white people shit. Real shit. I know. See, Ash just young. That don't count. That's baby shit. That's baby people shit, motherfucker. Cali probably used to clown when Cali was a baby. Nah. Keep it real. Cali been white her whole life. <laughs> um she fucked the brother though. She fucked the brother though. <laughs> yeah, Stogie was definitely black people shit. Uh, <laughs> was like a straight shit bird. Gangster though. Like one of my worst shit bird players. Like you can imagine a, a freak, unbelievable, yeah. best player, best dog. But smart. Smart <laughs> shit bird. Um, morning rant. Purdy is a game manager. And, uh, I believe Cam Newton and I have said on this show, um, I think we've been right the whole time. And I think uh, I stand on business when I say that because I broke this down several times. Cam letting it be known, too. He popping it up on social media. Um <laughs> When things are perfect, Big Smitty, he is good. When things get tight, he needs CMC. And even he can't save bad quarterback play. Even CMC can't save bad quarterback play. Here's the issue, and here's my rant, and I can't wait to dive into it. Sam Darnold has been a victim of bad organizations his entire career. He's had four head coaches, five offensive coordinators, and a young, young career, For to be honest. People have forgotten about Sam Darnold because he is irrelevant because he's been on horrible franchises and been coached by several individuals who can never create a philosophy, a culture, and you're never going to know what's next. I'm going out on a limb right now, Big Smitty, to say the 49ers are a better football team with Sam Darnold. Ooh. So 
that is my hot take for today before we even dive into this. Because we got a lot of hot takes today. I'm going to tell you right now. Sam Darnold is a better option than Brock Purdy. Number one, he gets the ball out hotter. He's got a bigger arm. He could throw it anticipatory windows a lot better. If you saw last night, he got Ayuk involved right away, throwing it on time. And he came in hot. Through, I think he threw six passes all year long. And his first pass was a glance, eight-step Bang a glance route, threw it on stride. IU took it. Then he threw another slant in the second window, passed the mic. Then he threw a touch, which would have been a touchdown, but it was PI. People don't know. And how can everybody in the chat? I want to know. Everybody in the chat, stop it, JB, blah, blah, blah. It's funny that Brock Purdy never had to go through any trials and tribulations, but when he does, he looks horrendous. But Sam Darnold has only had trials and tribulations. And when he comes in on a good roster, he looks good. Mm. So why can't you tell me that if you let him have a season with this roster, how would you know what he would do? But you can't sit here and tell me that Sam Darnold, I have firsthand knowledge, and a couple guys in the chat will tell you, Sam has beaten me head to head. We had them beat. He was at a great high school. We, we were at a startup school. We had San Clemente beat in high school. And he goes 95 yards in 56 seconds to beat us. Um, Eric Rivera, I would be 18 and 5 for the 49ers. Just throwing that out there. Just throwing that out there. I would be 18 and 5 for the 49ers. If you don't think Sam Darnold would win as many games as Brock Purdy, Please tell me why. Show me the stats. Show me the backup. Back me up on it. Back your comment up. I think Sam Darnold would be 21 and 3. I understand. That's how much better I think he is talent-wise. But again, this is a moot point, uh, Smitty. It's just a hot take for me to say it because nobody will ever know. We can't prove it. We can't. We All we can do is debate it and give right. our thoughts. But you can't. There's no proof in it. All the proof is. We'll never know unless he gets a shot on a good roster. And and to, some quarterbacks go into the league and they die like this because they get drafted by a bad Jets team, by a bad Carolina Panthers team. Look at Bryce Young. He's showing some sparks. But will we ever know? Sam Darnold showed sparks on a, on, a, on a horrible team when he was a rookie. In the second year, we were like, damn, Sam Darnold got a lot of talent. But Jets are bad. Carolina's bad when he got traded there. He went through four head coaches, Smitty, in five years. It's a lot, man. So, it, look, we can't argue it, really. It, we can debate it. Uh, or we can argue it. We can't really debate it. We can argue the shit. But I, I think he's the best fit for that team. And I think that when Shanahan um, whispered to Brock Purdy last night, when he was cleared to go back in the game after he got a little stinger, I, I also think that – he wanted to see Sam Darnold because he has to realize, okay, there's no reason to put you back in. The game was pretty much at hand, but I got to see Sam Darnold and I want to see him in some, I would have, I would have kept him in in the heat of the battle to see what he could do because you never know. Purdy seems fragile. And I'm going to be honest. He's already been hurt a few times. He seems fragile. You got to get Sam Darnold ready. And Sam Darnold, I think is a guy that can win them and get them over the hump. I don't know if Purdy can. 
you clearly saw it last night, Smitty, and we can debate this for about five minutes if you want. But to me, clearly, CMC is the driving force on that roster. It's not even close. And I would argue CMC strengthened his MVP candidacy last night, not hurt it. Mm. CMC strengthened his, his MVP status last night in a loss. Just as well as Lamar strengthened his in a win. And that's going to be a debate later on because the poll question, Big Smitty, to segue this in, is, is Lamar more valuable to his team than CMC is to his team? <laughs> All right, so I, I'm going to ask that question here in a second. But going back to your initial hot take of, you know, Purdy um, and Sam Darnold, Sam Darnold being a better option, better fit for, for the Niners than Purdy. Like, you know, like you said, it's, it's a situation that we'll never be able to honestly know until we just, unless we see it. But as much as Purdy has won with the Niners, it's hard to imagine that Sam Darnold could, could do that much better. You could argue that he could do exactly what Purdy did, maybe. But to say he would do better, that's, that's hard to believe because Purdy has barely lost since he's been a starter. That's number one. Number two, to, to say you don't think Purdy could, to, could get them over the hump, he had him in the NFC Championship game last year with, with, with less than a season of experience underneath his belt. You know what I'm saying? And, he, and he's NFC Championship. He doesn't get hurt. Who knows what happens? Um, so, I mean, listen, I don't want to use one game and just fucking just say Purdy should be benched and he's not the right guy and this, that, and the third. Purdy's still a, a good quarterback, but that's where it's at. He's good. Like He's not great like the rest of the media and the rest of the world wanted to uh, claim he was. He's not trash. He's just like a middle-tier, cool quarterback in an amazing system created by Shanahan or ran by Shanahan, excuse me, with amazing weapons around him, and he's executing it at a high level for the most part. Last night was a chance for him to really take control of the MVP race. He, he was leading the race on most betting odds going into the game. With Lamar being number two, this was going to be the game of the year. The first time since like the 90s that the two best teams by record have played each other this late in the season. It was a stat that, that they said before the game. And he had a chance to really put on on a holiday where all the whole world was watching. And he had the worst game of his career. You know, I see people saying, oh, it was tip balls, this, that, and the third. Listen, it was some bad decisions that Purdy made trying to force the throws where, yes, the corner got a hand in there, the ball flew in the air, and that happens. Those interceptions still go on the quarterback. That's that's just that's the way it is. You know what I mean? Whether somebody dropped it, whether they got tipped, whatever, he still is the quarterback, and he decides to make those throws. So do I think Purdy will bounce back and the Niners will still be in the mix, probably in the NFC Championship game? Yes, I still – believe that i believe they'll they'll probably win these last two or they'll at least split and they'll still get get a get a buy in the playoffs and be that number one seed in the nfc that's my opinion on that now you asked me the poll question do i think cmc is more valuable for the 49ers than lamar is for the ravens hell no and i'm gonna tell you why at the end of the day man it's real simple lamar plays a quarterback position stop it right there i'm not dissing cmc i know how great cmc is for the Niners. You know, you could argue that CMC is the most valuable player for the Niners. You could argue Debo. You could argue Trent Williams, as crazy as that may sound. They got so many great, important weapons on that team that they all play bigger roles than, than, than Brock does. But when it comes to the Ravens, everything goes through Lamar Jackson there, man. The whole, like, all you watch that game, man, 
And I know I was me and Jay, we were going back and forth on Twitter. And you, know, you were saying back, backyard football don't work in the playoffs. Hey, well, it worked last night. It's so many times where Lamar should have been sacked or the play should have been dead, where Lamar, where Lamar scrambled to the left, scrambled to the right, threw a, you know, uh, either ran for the first down, threw a dot down the middle. He threw for 200 and what, 50 some yards, two touchdowns, no picks, no fumbles. Like he played a, a, a hell of a game last night. That, that's what he did. This was a stat going into the game. Yes, this was a stat going into the game. And as you can see, I, I love when people want to put these narratives because you don't see rushing yards, rushing touchdowns. That plays a huge role for Lamar Jackson. That's a, that's a part of his game. If Lamar didn't run, Lamar would be just a regular quarterback, but he does run. So you, you can't, you can't, it's like showing a Cam Newton stats when he was in his prime, but not showing no running touchdowns, no rushing yards. It doesn't make sense. That's a part of, of, of his greatness. And we saw last night that if he was a regular quarterback who couldn't be mobile, half those plays that he made would have been sacks. He, he wouldn't have been in a position to even make make the uh, the throw. He extends plays like no other. He has a huge arm. The system is, is created perfectly for him. Even, even the, a new system uh, with a new OC, and everyone had questions. Oh, you know – should have kept the same OC or Lamar won't flourish in a system where he's throwing the ball around. Hey man, he's proving everybody wrong right now. He was number two in the MVP race coming into the game last night. I haven't looked at the odds this morning, but in my opinion, he has to be number one. So no, CMC is not more valuable to the Niners than Lamar Jackson is for the Rave. It makes no sense. Stop it. Um, I'm a disagree. It's clear as day. We saw it last night. CMC kept the team in the game, and he plays running back. That is why he is more valuable to the 49ers than Lamar is to the offense and the, and the Ravens. The Ravens, Lamar is basically a running back with the ball in his hand every snap. Let's just be honest. We saw the running back. He is a running back. He runs around back there. He's got a horrible mechanics. He's not a sit in the pocket, throw the ball guy. We know that. It's cool. That's we like cool. I like Lamar. It I like works. Lamar a lot. This is not an assassination of his character. Smitty will will disagree. He's gonna he's gonna say, Oh, I hate him. No, I'm telling you the truth. He's not a quarterback by any means to win a Super Bowl. He's not. He's not gonna we'll win see. a Super Bowl. We'll he's see. gonna run around. We'll but we see. Been Hey, Ain't no Ben saying he's still in the middle of his career. We're gonna see. Oh, like, dog, see. You got talk. We say this every year. We're gonna see him every year. We're gonna see. We're gonna see. Are you gonna say this next year, too? Without Lamar's defense and the Ravens and Patrick Queen's show friend of ours. Come on, man. Be honest. Lamar ain't fucking nowhere close to what he's doing right now without that defense. Stop it. CMC carries his whole team at running back. He had over 100 yards last night on this particular Ravens defense, which we both argue is the best in football. So for him to do what he did, clearly he kept him in the game. When Purdy threw four picks, CMC kept him in the game. Lamar didn't have to do a lot last night, dog. Be real. Lamar did not have to do a lot last night. And that team was up 30 to 10 or whatever. He didn't have to do shit. He scrambled around and threw that corner touchdown second half. Really, that was it. That was the backbreaker. You act like Lamar was back there just fucking dicing him up. <laughs> Come on, man. Lamar looked bad. But guess what? He won the game. So now today, Lamar is the MVP. CMC carries that team. The question is, chat, 
See, Smitty, you got you start all these narratives with the chat. The question was CMC or Lamar for their team, was it not? That was the question, yeah. So why is everybody moving the scoreboard around? That was the question. I just said, is Lamar more valuable to the Ravens or is CMC more valuable to the Niners? We're not even talking MVP of the league right now. We're talking about the poll question. Who is more valuable to their team? And it's a crazy question to say that. Like, how yeah. the hell we, we've seen we've seen the fucking Ravens without Lamar Jackson be unfortunately because he's been hurt oh, the last couple of years. We've seen the Ravens without Lamar Jackson to end the season, and the Ravens are a completely different fucking team. No, completely different team. Team. Yes, team. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. You somebody went to the playoffs. That's because Lamar got hurt at the end of the season, which means he already put the team in position to make the fucking playoffs. And what are Huntley you talking about? Great. What are you talking about? You, you, you act like we've seen Lamar without a full season, and they still went out there and went to stop it. He misses the end of the season. They're a whole nother team. Stop it. You, you're team. talking like you can just replace Lamar Jackson with fucking no, anybody, no, and no, that team's going to be just no, as good no. because they have a great defense. You no, said it. No. So come on now. Yeah, the defense, the, the defense is a huge I'm part of that team. That Tyler Hartley's better than Lamar. I'm he ain't not even close. He ain't even in the fucking room. Don't even, don't even put that narrative can, out there. I'm not saying you can replace him. I'm not All saying right. Lamar's not the best quarterback for his team. Yes, of course he is. What I'm saying is when he goes out, that team right there is still in the mix of any game they play. If CMC goes out, that 49ers team has been mollywhopped four times. Count them. Four. Take Lamar out of the Ravens. They have not been beaten four times or mollywhopped. That team is still in it because their defense, their run game, and whoever you put at quarterback will manage the game. I don't so, know who you've been watching. Well, yeah. we, ain't seen Lam- we ain't seen Lamar out this year, so I can't argue what would happen this year because he's oh, been healthy every, every, every single game. But we've seen Lamar out in the past, and we've seen the Ravens struggle when Lamar is not in the game. What are we talking about here, man? Like It's like, it's like we forgot. It's like we forgot the, 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 the greatness of Lamar. We forgot how the team looks when Lamar is out there. Has Tyler Huntley won some games? Yeah, he's won some games. Tyler, Tyler Huntley is actually a good backup. But it's night and day, the game, when you watch a Huntley play versus Lamar Jackson play. I, I love, listen, I'm not slandering CMC. CMC's the best running back in the league right now. He's the MVP candidate at the running back position. He's very, very important for that team. But I can make the same argument that Trent Williams is very important to that team. We just don't give him no love. He's an offensive lineman. But Trent Williams also went out like, like yesterday, and we saw the effects of that. CMC did keep the team I guess you could say he kept the Niners in the game in the first half. It was close. It was, what, 13 to 12 or 16 to 12, I think, in the first half. But when the second half came, he didn't keep him in the game. <laughs> like, he, he couldn't overdo the, the badness of Brock Purdy. He couldn't overshoot. His, his stats look great. I just his stats that. look great, but it didn't do anything. But you know what I'm saying? So, the game with, even despite horrible. In the first half. Even despite kept him in the first horrible. half. In the first half. Second half, it was not close. No, at all, at any point. when the Niners made their run. That's it was the not chance they had. The, what? Late in the game? Look, look at the I – mean, Dog, listen. if the Niners score a touchdown on the one-yard line, homie, it's a seven-point game. They, they did not, though. They lost by 14. Like, if, if it was I a fifth, we'd all be drunk. bigger in the first half. What do you mean? We kept them in the game because they lost by 14 and they almost yes. had a chance to get down to seven. Score, Hold on, timeout. Come on, bro. Me. If the hold on, if the Ravens would have went for it on, they were on a one fucking yard line. They they keep the field goal. If the Ravens would have decided to do a quarterback sneak and score, like I don't like that playing that if game because I we never know what the fuck's gonna happen. Hold if, on, they didn't no do shit. it. That is not the if that I'm talking about. 
The if is if Darnold don't throw a pick, they're down seven with two minutes left and three timeouts. What are we talking about? You're acting like it wasn't a possibility. And that CMC, was CMC had CMC had a chance to score, JB. You do understand that, right? Like, like the it, CI on Ayuk, and they put the ball at the two-yard line. And yep. guess what? What, what did I tweet out? Please let me know what I tweeted out. I tweeted out again, everyone's hero favorite fucking coach. Kyle Shanahan choked again. I put it on the tweet. I tweeted it out, X'd it out, whatever you guys call it now. Shanahan choked again. Choked. Absolute choke. Anytime the game gets tight, he choked. Have you not figured it out yet? Smitty. I'm not blaming that game on Shanahan. There was two minutes and 10 seconds left. If they would have thrown the ball, kept the ball, kept the clock from running, score, they have the two-minute warning plus three timeouts. They run the ball. They go through the two-minute warning. They get a penalty. They're backed up on fourth and goal from the 30 now. That is a horrible mismanagement of offense and coaching again, once again, in the clutch. When it comes down and assholes get puckered, he fucking chokes. He chokes every year. But y'all keep calling the best coach. He choked again. The game would have been a seven-point game last night with a two-minute warning and three timeouts. They could have just kicked it off to the Ravens. And the Ravens would have had to throw the football, which is their most uncomfortable spot. So they could have ran the ball, and they could have called timeout, had a two-minute warning, called timeout, and got the ball back with over a minute and something left with Sam Darnold, who was high. But no, you put him on fourth and goal from the 30, he's going to throw a pick, he has to make a play. That ain't on Sam Darnold at all. That's on Kyle Shanahan, once again, late managed blunder. That's what Sam, he does. Sam Darnold was hot because he made, he came in the game, made three good plays, three good passes. He was hot. He was on fire. Yeah, was, because he was, he was, you're a three <laughs> lineman, homie. You'll never understand what quarterbacks go through. That is hot. Sorry. I hear you. That is hot. I hear you. All, you all, all I'm saying is I'm not going to blame Kyle. So you're saying you blame you blame Kyle Shanahan. You blame Kyle Shanahan for handing the ball off to the guy who you think is the most valuable player on yeah. that team, who's more valuable for his team yeah. than more is for his team. You yeah. blame Kyle Shanahan for yeah. putting the ball in the yeah. guy's hand that you say yeah. is more valuable than Lamar. And your guy, who you just I said do. was the most valuable than, than, than Lamar is, couldn't do. get the job done. You know, do. CMC, you know CMC could have scored, right? You, you know do. that is a, poss- a possibility. Yeah. Shanahan can't fucking yeah. make him get to the end zone. Only thing he do is make, make the play call. But so I mean yeah. it is what it is. Oh, so, so why didn't Lamar so why didn't Lamar? Let's flip the coin. Why didn't yeah, Lamar score on his quarterback run then? He got smacked. You're right. No, time. you're hundred percent right. Oh, okay. So I'm how about let me coach you up then? How about yes, you do get the ball to the guy I'm talking about, CMC, but you don't hand the ball to him. You fucking throw it to him. How about that, Smitty? Since you know so much, homie. How about we throw we the in ball? the red zone, hand on the ball. Hand to an eleven man box, homie. Cause guess what? The 49ers, just so we're clear, let's break it down. Let's break, break it down. down. Let's, let's do it then. Let's, let's fucking do it then. We're going to get breaking down for Smitty real quick. So since E-Dub was here, we're going to talk about some defense. This is what the Niners came out in, Smitty, just mm-hmm. so we're clear. This mm-hmm. is what they came out in. Mm-hmm. Okay? So guess what the, guess what the Ravens are going to come out in? A bear. <laughs> Guess what? How about we fucking throw the ball to McCaffrey? Instead of hand the ball off, 
two minute warning. Guess what? No timeouts. We're under two minutes and now we're fucked. But instead, you want to run the ball to an 11 man box against the Ravens defense with Patrick Queen and Roquan Smith right there. Get the fuck out of here. Your See? boy Sam Darnold, who was hot and on fire. Your, your boy, your boy Sam Darnold, who was hot as hell and was on fire, should have changed That's the fucking up. call then. He's a veteran quarterback. He saw the Why same did shit. I not throw CMC the ball and not waste time. I'm just saying. Like it's real simple. If I got Lamar Jackson, I'm running QB run game, power option, power speed option, whatever it may be. Flip the coin to CMC. I don't got to run the ball. Just like Lamar Jackson, I can sprint Lamar out, make him a runner or a thrower. If I'm CMC, I'm getting him the ball in the fucking pass game. I'm not going to hand the ball off before with 208 left and then run the clock out. What? I hear you. Anyway, we got to move on. We're way too far on this one. It's hindsight anyway. Hindsight's 2020. We can all look at what happened and say what we should have did or could have did or didn't do. CMC has scored in that situation before, regardless of what the front is. We can always look back and say, oh, well, that was a dumbass call. It's easy to say that when we're sitting at the crib, chilling, watching TV, rewinding it, looking at it. When you out there, in the, as you know, as you fucking know, you're out there on the sideline seeing shit happen like this. You don't get the full view and the full fucking privilege to just rewind and stop and look. and Like, you got to go out there and, and make fucking play calls. It's a it's a chess game. It's a guessing game. You, hey, you don't go there and see what people going to do when they call, make a call. It, it was. We got to move on, but that wasn't the guessing. What isn't a guessing game is though that Lamar's one and three in the playoffs. <laughs> what, <laughs> so what, we're gonna what, break that down. What is the guessing game is that is that Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens is the best team in the NFL, and they just beat the 49ers. That everybody, including yourself. Thought was gonna win that game last night, and he might also ain't, ain't fucking false. Is that Lamar might be getting in the second MVP as well? But let's move on though to, to your shirt. I didn't pick forty nine. All I know is they're one and three with him, and Brock Purdy ain't really done nothing either. So, I'm, by the way, I'm talking about the black quarterback people and the white boy. So, all y'all racists out there, go ahead and keep talking. I love it. Um, Patrick Mahomes chokes again. We got the Chiefs Queendom fan base in the room. Stand up. Please stand up. Please stand up. Um, and I don't know. Hey, E. Earn. J. Earn. What's your name? J. Earn. J. Earn, you're not even a member, homie. Looking like AC Green, motherfucker. Get your ass up out of here. Motherfucker look like AC Green. He had no pussy. His pussy had him. He over here talking. He's not even a member. Get your fucking AC Green looking ass out of here. Um, Mahomes chokes again. All right. Uh, biggest crybaby quarterback to ever play the game. True or false? I uh, shit. I mean, I don't I don't know. I don't know. Well, all right, time out, time out. Before I let me, let me give you a fair question. Yeah, it ain't a fair question. I don't it know. It's a one. fair question because we're only talking about relative players. You're you ain't bringing up fucking Ryan Leaf. Right. I'll so, tell you. Let's talk about relative quarterbacks that we see and would remember and we know. Okay? Um, Probably, yeah, then. That's the case because I mean, I'm, I'm trying to think back. Peyton, Brady, Phillip Rivers, Drew Brees, you know, before me, but Marino, Aikman, you know. Green talking shit. Who's going to stay in – I still got my house in Compton, though, young blood. <laughs> Just remember that. <laughs> Don't get it twisted. I can come home any day, motherfucker. 
And guess what? Hell yeah, I'm getting out of Compton, motherfucker. You ain't staying there either. Oh, sellout ass talking shit. All these sellout motherfuckers want to talk shit. I ain't seen you in Compton, homie, handing out fucking uh, groceries or shit, motherfucker. I go back there all the time. But anyway, let's talk about this. <laughs> he is the biggest crybaby known person that played the position. That is right. my biggest, I guess, takeaway. Okay. So you would remember Dan Marino doing it. You would remember Montana. You would remember, you Aikman, know, Brady. Whoever, yeah. You would remember Aikman. You would remember any of these dudes. So that's my point. Is he the biggest crybaby quarterback that we've ever, ever seen? Listen, man, I, I, I'm gonna say this. This is my this is my take. It's bigger than the crybaby. Him yeah, at the end of the game, his eyes is watery, whatever the case may be. That's like whatever. I, I personally didn't care too much about that. My biggest thing is that we have to stop blaming everybody else around Patrick Mahomes and not point the finger at him. He is the quarterback, he is the leader. When every single time the Chiefs win, they win Super Bowls, AFC Championships, go to playoffs, he breaks all these records, we give him all the praise. But as soon as they struggle, we want to not give them any of the blame. We give everybody else the blame. All the receivers drop everything. The receivers are trash. His O-line's not protecting him. He's running for his life. Oh, Andy Reid's put him in a bad position. Oh, the defense ain't getting stops. Like, when are we going to sit back and really – Break it down, remove our emotions, remove our fandom, and but you know what? Mahomes is trying to force throws. Mahomes is making bad decisions. Mahomes isn't looking as great as, as he once was. Like yeah, at some point, you got to point that out. JB last night, a lot of people are calling you JB on Twitter. They're calling me JB. I'm just, I'm just keeping it real. They said that's a JB take. I'm just keeping it real though, man. Like when I watch the game, I'm like, hold on, man. Like it's been multiple players. I'm like. Hey, that's not a good throw, or that's that's a bad decision. Or hold on, and it's crazy too. And I try not to dive into it because we work in the in the industry, but he don't work for Fox, so I can say what I want. Tony Romo got to chill, man. If you guys really watch the game, Tony Romo will defend the hell out of Patrick Mahomes every time it's a bad play. He and maybe it's because he's a quarterback and he's biased, but he will find a way to always. Oh, uh, the receiver should have should have known that in that zone read, he has to find that, or or no, the old lineman has to hold the block. Look, I'm like. Damn, are you ever going to say anything negative about Mahomes? Like, they, they were finding any way they could yesterday. Well, we, we know it's not Mahomes' fault. We know. Like, no, I don't know that. I don't know that. I don't care how great you are. I don't care how talented you are. If you go, if you the quarterback and your team is losing against teams that you shouldn't win against, you get the blame. Quarterback wins and losses is the quarterback stat. We call Brady the GOAT because he got seven of them things. So when you lose, you take the blame. Why is it so hard to understand, man? The Chiefs are not like that. We have to look look at it for what it is. The Chiefs are not a good team anymore. It is what it is. Watch that game, man. They, they, they do not look dangerous at all. I like most – any team in the AFC playoffs right now, I like them against the Chiefs. That includes my Colts. That includes, obviously, the top teams, the Dolphins. That includes – like, I. if you're a Chiefs fan, are you really confident – they, they can even win a playoff game right now. The way Blake. they're looking, Blake. Kelsey looks old and slow. Kelsey's throwing his helmet and shit. Andy Reid snatching him up. Like, come on, y'all. Hey, Blake Barbets, where you at, Blake? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Blake keeps it real though. Uh, here's the thing. Um, 
Anthony, if you want this shirt, they're selling like hotcakes on the website, coachjbstore.com. So go check it out. We've sold like 200 in the last two months. Um, coachjbstore.com. Check it out. Um, let me say this real quick. This is the same Patrick Mahomes that he's been the entire time he's been in the league. Even the time he threw for 50 touchdowns, even the time he threw for 5,000 yards, why am I been the same guy about Patrick Mahomes? If he was so good then, and why have I have I changed my narrative? Not at all. Haven't changed one bit about Patrick Mahomes since he's been in this league. I have told you he's been protected by schematics. He's been a gimmicky guy in a gimmicky system. I've been on everybody's fucking show, Kansas City's fanboy ass. Uh, radio shows and you compile all that what i've already said about them with all the shit that's out there now like taylor swift and uh you know mahomes brother mahomes wife all this crazy excess shit outside you got a major problem there dog because he can't withstand all that but we get doc talk tuesday so we got we got to bring our main man in. I know he's probably busy as hell. Real quick to give us some NFL updates on some injuries and so forth. Um, what up, Doc? Uh, yeah. Appreciate you coming in. Uh, Merry Christmas, man! Happy New Year! Hope you had an enjoyable Christmas with the fam. Yes, we did. Sweet and stuff. Um, you and the wife, and uh, you got kids? No kids. Just a lot of four-legged animals. <laughs> no doubt. Hey. You, I recommend you stay uh, stay that way. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey man, so uh, appreciate you jumping on. I know you're probably busy at work. What 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 stands out from you from the weekend or from Thursday night? I know we got Saturday games now. We got Monday had three games yesterday. Um, we've had more injuries than we we could ever imagine. Last night though, just right off the gate, uh, not only Brock Purdy with 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 the stinger, but Trent Williams goes out as well at left tackle, and they replaced two more tackles throughout that night. They were dropping like flies. I noticed, though, and this is my 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 question. I noticed they played on natural grass there in Frisco, in Santa Clara. All the tackles that got hurt in that game, if you notice, their cleats lost grasp, and they slid, and the right tackle's feet became so expanded that he he ripped he messed his groin up. I think Trent did the same. Yeah. So now we're having the battle of this grass and our cleat size, which we've always debated, you know. If it's wet, get longer cleats. If it's muddy, get longer cleats. We used to coach that up. Now we got a grass issue. So now everyone's going to say, oh, we got to have turf. So the product's better. But Dr. Jesse Morris will come on and say, we think turf's causing injury. Where do we do here? It's the chicken or the egg. You know, that's the problem is that you have good, better for the joint, but you have poor stability. You know, you know, you always have to deal with the elements more so with 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 natural services. Um, and and unfortunately, you can see that with with, you know, these guys in the trenches when they push off and, and they hyperextend, they overextend, uh, you know, that 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 issue, groin injuries are awful. Oh, they're so frustrating. And um, for someone like Trent Williams, that's vital, right? That, that he's a cog in that without him. I don't know if they can can still be the same team um so that's that's tricky that's an important part and i don't know if there's a solution you know besides um doing what they can in terms of uh prepping him to get him ready uh i don't know if they need him next week per se um 
but get him ready for the playoffs. And then um, you have to pick your poison. Is it natural grass and you help everything else, or is it synthetic and you have better stability, but you, you kind of take a beating with some of the other stuff that may you may not be able to see? Uh, that's real, man. That's real. Uh, and, and also another big injury that happened last night, and I, I didn't get the latest of what happened, but it was on the Ravens side. Uh, safety, man, who's been balling out all year long, Kyle Hamilton. Went down holding his knee. What's the latest yeah. on that? So uh, it's a good question. Um, this appears to be the same knee as a couple of weeks ago. I thought it was the opposite side, but but I reviewed the video and I think it was the same knee. He injured the MCL uh, a couple of weeks ago, which is the, the the ligament that runs north to south on the inside of the knee. This time, I mean, my guess is he probably retweaked that, but the, it looked like the majority of the stress this time was on the lateral part of the knee, the outside, right. which is not super common. Um, either way, he tweaked his knee, and the question just becomes, can he can he return? Because this is a huge matchup this week here against Miami. Um, and obviously, he's been, you know, looking incredible. Um, can he bounce back again uh, and play in this week's game, or is it going to cost him some time? And I, and I really think it just depends on what the imaging shows and, and how stable that knee is. Um, obviously, ideally, you'd like to, to – to, to get him healthy enough because obviously this team has massive hopes and you don't want to lose a couple of key pieces that will um, derail the ultimate goal. Right, right, man. And you mentioned Miami, another injury, Jalen Waddle. They're saying that he has a high angle sprain and they're concerned he might Indeed. miss the, the rest of the, the season. I know Tyreek came back and he looked solid. He had not catch about 99 yards, but he's still not hundred percent himself. No. Uh, so that's kind of, if I'm Miami as hot, hot as they are right now, I would be a little concerned that, yeah, I'm, I'm two. My two weapons are both hurt, basically. All, all four weapons, actually. Uh, two is the healthiest one, which is kind of funny, but um, crazy. Uh, what a difference a year makes. Uh, Tyree definitely not 100. He probably won't be 100 until March. Uh, but you won't, you won't, you know, in the two three weeks, you won't really notice. Um, he didn't have his full explosiveness, which is to be expected. Uh, he'll look better this next week, but he still won't be 100%. Jalen, which had he got his eye, you know, popped and poked initially. He left for a, a little bit of time, had that big, huge catch in the first half, and then didn't do anything the rest of the game, I don't think. Right. Um, and then he he didn't even look like a weird, like a bad play. It, it just it looked kind of fluky. It didn't look like a traditional high ankle where he the foot goes down and somebody lands on him. It didn't look like that at all. I reviewed the video, and, and he just kind of went, you know, the left ankle got hit a little bit, um, but but high ankle is a high ankle. Um, hopefully it's super mild, um, but nonetheless, now you have your top two receivers with both high ankles. A-chan still dealing with a toe injury, likely a turf toe. Um, and then uh, Mustert banged up with that knee, uh, even though he's he, he came back in. He has a massive history of knee injuries. If you, if you look on the fantasydoctors.com, you can see it. Um, he's, he's missed, uh, probably over 25 games with knee injuries. Um, so, uh, you know, their lines banged up too. So it's not the best time to be reeling. You know, uh, we've seen Baltimore. I thought they were going to struggle last night and they did not at all. Um, you know, so cross country and still balled out. So, uh, hats off and, and Lamar's been able to, to stay healthy. Uh, and, and, and he hasn't been amazing and in terms of statistics, but he's winning. And at the end of the day, that's all that matters. matters. 
Win, baby, win, man. Win, baby, win. The value that Lamar is 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 uh, having on that team is bigger than the numbers. But I'm gonna let JB jump back in. Hey, Smitty, uh, Doc. Let me ask you this too. Uh, down in Duval. Uh, what's going on there? Obviously, we, they're losing, but um, is is Sunshine hurt? Uh, three weeks in a row, new injuries. So is he got? Is he injured at this point or hurt? No, he's he 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 both. You know, he's got three three injuries that we know of. I'll put it that way. So he's got that left high ankle that you want to conveniently forget about, but it's only been two and a half weeks. So definitely not 100%. He had that concussion last week that they went through Saturday to clear. Mm. Remember, most guys get kind of deciding on, on Friday, but they waited until Saturday because uh, obviously they, they needed him and they have the luxury of being able to do that um struggled you know some of the data says hey everybody's fine after a concussion in in, in, in in terms of performance there's some other data that says you know what their their turnover ratios are worse uh there's other questionable decisions that sometimes they make um and then this time we saw him suffer a right shoulder injury uh kind of landed on it the video only video i saw it was behind kind of stand players standing so you couldn't see exactly what he hit but it was likely a an ac sprain if i were to guess uh, you know kind of like josh allen heard earlier in the year he'll likely play through it just because uh, trevor doesn't miss any games if he can help it but it will affect him and and now you know they're kind of on the wrong side i i think they're going to fall into the playoffs because just because of their record but this isn't the way you want to fall into them you'll be one and done probably um, yeah, who's more important to their team, Doc? Lamar Jackson to the Ravens or CMC to the Niners? It's a good Doc, question. That's a good people, question. Doc, white people shit. White people got to stick together on this show right here. We got a lot of <laughs> people thinking us. Uh, oh, no. You're, no, you're a doctor, though. So you, no matter white, <laughs> black, orange, or blue, you always got to lay down the facts. You can't just... All right, so here, here, here's the way I see it. Statistically... CMC doing next level craziness. Like he, he he's not going to do what he did in Carolina. And I think it was 2019 or whatever that year was where he went absolutely bananas. Um, thousand, thousand. Like he's not going to do that. Uh, but he's going to do crazy. He's still doing craziness. 21, 22 touchdowns, whatever it has. I mean, the dude's un- unbelievable. I think he has more touchdowns than Lamar. Uh, he, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, uh, he might have more yards than Lamar too, but um, you know, I, I, I doubt he doesn't have more. You know, I'm, I'm, joking. I'm, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. But, but in terms of, <laughs> I think San Francisco could be decent. I don't think Baltimore would be as good without Lamar. Thank you. That's what it is. That's what, no, no, that's what it is. That's a fact. Ain't nothing. We, we can move on. That's a fact. That's a fact. That's you think CMC's the driving force. He kept his game in there with four picks. He kept him in the game. And, Doc, you know what you said earlier that, that to me, I triggered something, and I, I was going to leave it there. But we were talking about Trent Williams, and we were talking about the value of Trent Williams, and you made a comment saying that you don't know how far the Niners can go without Trent Williams, assuming that he's hurt. In my opinion, call me crazy, maybe I am. I think Trent Williams is more valuable to the Niners than CMC is. I well, truly I mean, believe that. Uh, uh, Trent doesn't show it on the on the scoreboard per se because he's an old lineman. But when he misses games, look it up. They lose when he gets yeah, hurt. Was, they lose. It's a like, fact. I mean, you saw Brock, uh, Brock make some subpar decisions, and then you just saw a defense play good. I mean, that's the end of it. You know, 
CMC still a beast. Um, if there's a year that a quarterback does not win it, the MVP, this should be the year. Yeah. Uh, Dak ha- ha- has kind of fallen by the wayside. Purdy had his pumpkin game last night. Um, you know, Tyreek kind of banged up, kind of to put a little damper on that. Uh, Lamar has been good, but he's not put even he's not even putting up the numbers he had for his MVP season. Nah. Um, you know, he didn't even hit the over on his rushing last night. Uh, didn't didn't need to. Um, but but you know, CMC yet. is not even playing as well as he did the other year, but he's still playing ridiculous. Um, I, I, I don't know. Historically, it's an MVP, you know. Uh, award yeah (laughs) but but i mean i would love i mean i'd love to see uh i'd love to see it be a one-off this year um one quick thing i I do want to mention uh what we saw with michael Pittman jr oh yeah doesn't happen a whole lot um and and and, and this kind of played out funny that hit was vicious but he was progressing fine um he full practice i think it was friday or thursday whatever day it was um and then all of a sudden he popped up with a shoulder injury. I'm like, okay, where did that come from? Um, and then they said, hey, he had a re-establishment uh, of uh, of symptoms, and now he's out. So, you know, that doesn't happen a whole lot. Usually they, once they are done with symptoms, they're done with symptoms. Uh, but that just shows you how complicated uh, concussions are. They're not linear in any, in any sense of the term. Um, and unfortunately, they... I, I, I think he'll be fine for this week, but um, the offense really struggled without him. Uh, you know, Jonathan Taylor struggled, basically didn't do a whole, he had started off strong and didn't do a whole lot in the second half. Downs wasn't enough. Uh, Pierce wasn't enough. Minshew couldn't get anything going. Somehow they're still a playoff team. Um, that was kind of a big deal, you know, and then the Joe Flacco's are on fire. Um, you know, uh, Amari went banana. I mean, nucleus. I mean, he just, I think he had more yards than, 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 than Kenny Pickett did all season, but, um, throwing, but, um, you know, <laughs> like, just for real, but, uh, you know, we've seen, we've seen a bunch of injuries. He's another guy that will play through injuries, uh, kind of like Mike Evans, great season again, kind of like De- uh, DeAndre Hopkins will always plays through injuries, kind of Amari's kind of the same way where he pops up in the report every week and he, he pretty much always plays, um, just, balled out I mean, impressive impressive game um you know this will be the last thursday game of the year and and i and i think they're playing they're playing somebody important i forgot who it is who uh my chiefs queen and fan bases i gotta get to them real quick um because i own i own them doc that's what i do i'm a chiefs queen and fan base guy um any injuries to worry about here? Because this is a team I predicted to go ten and seven. Everybody said I was crazy. Right now they're nine and six. Um, I think they're going to be ten and seven. This is a new picture of my baby. I just had a new baby, a uh, little baby boy. Um, where are you at with the Chiefs? Are they really injured, uh, banged up? Well, not really, right? They're pretty healthy, right? They're pretty healthy. Pacheco, who's got another injury, but. Uh, in terms of offensively, well, one thing that eh, maybe a little bit unflying the radar, uh, McKinnon suffered a re-injury to his gro- I'm assuming it was a re-injury, and went to IR. So that gives mm. you an idea of how significant it is um, that it, they couldn't just shut him down for a week or two, that they had to shut him down for at least a month. I'm curious if it's a, if it's what's hernia uh, or if he has like a bad grade two uh, ductor groin. Um, that does kind of impact. We saw CEH have to be relevant and then uh, with Pacheco out, 
temporarily. Um, you know, you don't have McKinnon in there, so you're starting to lose, you know, some of those dump offs, some of that protection. Rasheed Rice had another decent game. Kelsey did okay. Uh, but again, no one else. Uh, you know, Tony is kind of MIA. Uh, we saw a little bit of Richie James, but it just wasn't enough. Um, what about on the defense? I think their secondary is one of their strong suits this year. Uh, they've yeah. had a bad defense, a lot of people thought. And Snell, I think, got hurt. I, I, I think he came back in the corner safety. Uh, corner. Uh, I didn't. He, I didn't. He was following Devontae Adams around the game, and then he got hurt. And oh, then it's I need, think, yeah. Um, I Trey, don't know. Smith, Trey Smith got hurt, too, I think. I don't know. I didn't get to see the updates on that. Uh, I was trying to um, be a good boy yesterday um on christmas uh but um especially with all the games every day it's just kind of ridiculous uh but no so i have to follow up on those uh a couple other injuries uh last week was for fantasy football anyway was this past weekend was uh, the semifinals this weekend will be the uh championships because they you know week 18 is too variable we don't use that um there's a lot of guys banged up Jordan Addison, we don't know what's going on. TJ Hawkinson might have a potentially significant knee injury that it's not super clear. Uh, if you look at the video, um, he did not have his foot planted, or at least what, if you if, if you break it down, it, it gets a little grainy. But if he did have his foot planted, I think it would have been really bad injury. Um, but I still think it's going to hold him out probably for a week or two, um, which is pretty much the end of the season. Um, is Pittman back, though? I'm sorry? Is Pittman back? Well, he's still in the concussion protocol, so he needs to clear that again. So that basically he went back in and had to retest, and then they found right. out. Symptoms. He had new symptoms, so he uh, did not clear the fifth stage. Um, and now he basically, in my opinion, has to go back to stage three, mm. um, which means he basically has to shut it down until the symptoms improve. Then he has to start ramping up make sure they don't come back, progress to limited practice, make sure they don't come back, and then progress to a full practice and make sure they don't come back. So he kind of – it's not just – in my opinion, it's not should be one level. Um, it should be at least at least a day or two to give him back. Um, you know, uh, Pacheco, let, let's talk about this briefly for a second. Hair style, I think, played a role here. Mm. I don't know if you saw this play. Uh, he's had multiple situations where his helmet pops off. Yeah. I think it's the dreads or braids, whatever you want to call them. I think that I don't know. I don't I obviously don't. It doesn't apply, but um, I don't. I think the thickness is leading to a lack of security, and 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 he's in there and he's tough and gritty, and the guys are trying to get him, and it popped off. And then when if you watch the play, he goes back, and then a player's knee or you know, shin or whatever it was, yeah, it's right all down, and just oh, bang, and that was it. You know, it was like a tree trunk. Uh, and yeah. that's it, right? And I was like, "You better check him for a concussion because that's how you get him." And that was it. You know, that was that was that was that was how it happened. So he came off that shoulder surgery, and now he's got a concussion. Um, so he's had his fair share of injuries this year. Um, uh, the the AFC South's coming down to the nitty gritty. So you got the Colts, the Jags, and the Texans. Everyone's wondering to know before you leave here: Is CJ Stroud got worse symptoms than we think? Is he back? Is he good? Is he? What's going on there? Because they got waxed, obviously, by the 45-year-old Joe Flacco. Are they going to be – they obviously need CJ in a bad way. Is he clear? This is going on week three now. So uh, the, the comments they were making says that he was doing better, 
and 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 we really won't know, in my opinion, until Wednesday. If he gets a full practice in Wednesday, he's good. If he still do not practice, we might have a problem. He he might be out for he might be out this week as well. Um, and uh, so, uh, unfortunately, we don't know. If I were his training staff, he'd be in a hyperbaric chamber every day. He would be doing IV methylene blue. He would be doing, uh, you know, stabilization uh, techniques for the neck. Uh, you know, he'd be, there'd be so many different things that that teams probably don't do. I'll say um, that can 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 help. Um, you know what? <laughs> you'll appreciate this. I tweeted this the other day, but the, the, it still blows my mind. Um, CJ Stroud was seven when. Joe Flacco was drafted. <laughs> wow, that's crazy. Seven. Hey, who? So who Tom plays Davis. this Thursday? Uh, I know it's the Browns, but but I. But oh, I, Jets but I, Browns. Yeah, it's Jets Browns, right? Wow, the Jets got away with one. Um, they got lucky. They came back and won that game versus the Commanders. They yeah. looked good, and then they didn't look good. Yeah, and I was they, like, and then they got I don't get lucky, but I guess they got lucky. But um, they did say that Salah was back. Uh, Salah, they and did. Was, yeah, he'll be back. Yeah. They had I mean, to you, keep him for Aaron Rodgers. You know, you saw how 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 nasty they could. You know, Brees Hall can be, uh, Garrett Wilson can be with with uh, you, you know volume, so to speak. Um, just kind of a lost season for them. Unfortunately, it's kind of sad, you know. Uh, you, you know, you, you have one plan, like Mike Tyson, you get one plan until you get punched in the mouth and everything changes. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, uh, that was, a, that was a tough one. Um, there's a lot of, a lot of lingering injuries, um, this uh, kind of coming into the week, uh, DJ Moore also got a high ankle sprain, uh, kind of derailed his night. Um, I don't know if Ramondre Stevenson is going to come back. I mean, really for what per se, but he might come back. Uh, he's coming off a high ankle himself. Um, so, you know, uh, the final push, I think will come down to injuries on who's healthy and who's not. Um, uh, and there's a lot of guys who are banged up right now in week 17. Man. And, uh, Doc, before you leave, uh, and I wish you a merry, happy new year. We'll see you next week after the new year, but I got to ask you, uh, we're winding down. We got to do a hell yeah, hell no nah before you leave here. And we're going to do a controversial one here. Uh, yeah. hell yeah, hell no. Nah. Uh, brought to you by betonline.ag. Make sure you follow Dr. Jesse Morris on Twitter, on Instagram, on everything he's doing, uh, the fantasy doctor. Uh, Luka Doncic is the best white basketball player ever. Hell yeah or hell no? I'm a little biased. Larry? Little Larry Legend. Yeah, come on, bro. It's not even like, that's not even a conversation. That ain't even a conversation yet. Larry Sykes, Minnie? Yeah, I, duh. I, I, what the fuck? You got three. Th Stop. Like, he's from Indiana, baby. <laughs> I, I'll say this, though. Larry couldn't do what Luca does. For sure. Okay? Like, yeah. it's a different time, right? It's a different time. Uh, you know, but but uh, I don't follow a whole lot of basketball. So, uh, you know, I don't appreciate what, what, what Luca has done. And then some of the high level guys, what, what, what the, the new, uh, you know, the new kid can do. Uh, when Bayana, how we pronounce his name, um, but they definitely, uh, you know, Larry was was the ultimate trash talker. I got to meet him when I was like four, I think four, somewhere around four or five. Um, 
and, and I grew up, you know, in, in that area. So I, I'm a little, uh, a little biased in that regard, but, but you're not you know, biased. You being real doc, like right now, today is disrespectful to even, to even put them in the same conversation right now, today. Now the conversation is, could Luca surpass him? That's a real conversation because Luca is of a talented motherfucker. Hey, but he ain't know, got no rings, ain't been in the finals or nothing. Hey, I don't know if he, if he even passes Dirk. And Dirk Dirk was nasty. Like he was yeah. like low key, like like a like a like a like a shooter. You know, like yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was a hey, dog. Dirk one's one too now. Yeah, yeah. It took a long time, but he got it. And when he did get it, it was a great one. He was. If you guys remember, man, Dirk was phenomenal in that playoff run, and and he beat those, he beat the the Heatles with you know LeBron Wade. I was, at that, Wade. I was yeah. at that game. He couldn't miss. Oh go. yeah, hell no! Before you leave, Sam Darnold is a better option than Brock Purdy on the 49ers. He's got a better arm. Don't know if he makes better decisions. Mm. We've never seen him with a good roster in his life. Better arm, I know, I know. He's got a cannon. We know that. Better, better athlete too. He can run. But but you know, in turn, I mean, what what Brock has done this year? Remove the name. The the stats are just bananas. I know that's a combination of all of his pieces, but he still needs to be able to get the ball to them and make the right, right. decisions at the right time, and and prevent sacks and all this other stuff. But um, you know, uh, in terms of uh, just. If you look at the nine point, I probably dropped after last night, but 9.9 yards per, you know, yards per attempt or completion, whatever the specific stat is, is insane. I mean, I think the number two is 9.2 or 9.3, like, which is just huge. And, and all the other players behind him uh, won MVP, you know, in that, in that stat. So, um, you know, he had a bad game. Uh, there's been a lot of legends that have had bad games. Uh, you know, Brady, I remember having a four pick game um, way back when. But, um, you know, it'll be interesting to see who's the better option. I would not be surprised. Okay, we'll, we'll talk about this real quick. If they decide to sit him this week, it will end his his um, MVP campaign, which in my opinion is done. Um, he's had back-to-back weeks with stingers, which, which may warrant further evaluation. It's mm. probably how I put it. A stinger is a a uh, stretching of the nerves coming out of the neck. Usually, think of your head going one way and the shoulder going the other way, so it kind of stretches them. Usually, it's C five six, not always, but usually, um, and it causes acute paralysis and numbness and tingling or complete loss of sensation down. Usually, hopefully, one side of the arm can be two seconds. It can be up to a minute. Um, usually, it's not longer than that, uh, but that can cause some irritation at the nerve root. Um, he had one last week as well. I don't know if it's the same side. Um, I don't know if it was the same nerve root, probably. Um, should they rest him? Can they make a run with Sam Darnold like they could with Brock Purdy? I, I doubt it. I don't think so, but I don't know. Um, it would be the ultimate Shanahan uh, uh, goat if he, if they could, I guess. Um, but um, But nonetheless, it'll be interesting to see how this plays out. I think I, I think it's too uh, you know too risky to sit him out because you got to remember these guys are trying to have the number one seed and right now yeah. they're yeah. eleven and four the Detroit Lions are eleven and four who else someone is the Cowboys Billy, Eagles. Billy I think he's up there no Eagles yeah so it's three teams Eagles uh, Niners and Lions are all eleven and four and they all have a chance to win the win the conference and get that bye week so yeah but I the, think they, they got play. the tiebreaker over the Niners and the Eagles. 
Yeah, but they got to win, though. You don't want to go out there and lay an egg because, like, we, I, I, I get what JB's saying, but Darnold, man, he just he has all the skills from a physical standpoint, but from a decision-making standpoint, like Doc said, man, whether he's on a good team, bad team or not, decisions are decisions, and he makes a lot of bad decisions. The man said – he made years ago said that he was seeing ghosts out there. I don't know. I've never heard a quarterback tell me <laughs> that they, was a good they've quote. seen ghosts. That. That's crazy. So, that I just – I don't know, man. It's uh, That was up there with the butt fumble. Yeah, <laughs> that was classic. And, um, Doc, tonight college football. You uh, you interested in any of these games? Uh, I think I need to recoup from the weekend. Um, I did. I'm not. I probably won't plan. I might be able to finally get to the gym uh, since it's open. Uh, I, I probably I'll check out to see who's playing. But I know there's some big games coming up next weekend, this upcoming weekend. But I, I, yeah, some of these games are just. And Kansas UNLV will be a good one tonight if anyone's interested. Other than that. Uh, Bowling Green, Minnesota, Texas State Rice. Uh, I don't think bowl season's really, really hot. We're going to break that down, though. But Louisville, USC tomorrow, and Texas A&M, Oklahoma State. Okay, then- now, you, now, you know, now you're talking to me. I don't want to care about the Bowling Greens, no disrespect. But, you know, give, give, me, the, give me the, you know, it just, I mean, I, I want to see teams that, that have, you know, that, that are in the top 20, top 25, yeah. you know, no. uh, you know, if I'm going to watch a game and and spend, you know, precious time, I, I want to make it worth my while. Hey, Doc, it sucks because not even not even the Florida State-Georgia game is really going to be watched heavily. You got all these guys sitting out. The game, you know, yeah. to me, it should have been a great non-playoff game. And Florida State should have been able to prove that they are the team that we thought they should be, you know, in the playoff or not and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, it's going to be a watered-down game, man. Yep. One, one more thing before I go, shout out to my uh, FAU basketball team for beating number four, Arizona. Yeah. Uh, they are were, they are apparently not a one-hit wonder, and uh, we're the number seven, I think, right now, depending on the poll. Uh, so we'll, we'll see if they got another run in them. Um, I'm excited to see them, uh, see what they can do uh, from now until March. I saw that. I saw they beat our Pac-12 uh, team. I'm a UCLA guy in basketball, and you know, losing Hawkeyes to the Miami Heat down in your area, which is balling. He's balling out of control for Miami Heat. Um, you, you clearly see that UCLA is missing him. UCLA lost at home to Maryland the other day, so they're uh, the Pac-12 is pretty good this year. But Arizona got beat by FAU. That's a that's a good one. I watched that game. Um, FAU for real. He's building something special down there. <clears throat> Doc, always pleasure. Enjoy the holiday. New Year's. Happy New Year's. Don't do nothing crazy. I'm going to stay out the way. I'm going to stay in my lane. Uh, New Year. We'll see you in the new year. All right. We'll see you. Take care, guys. Later. Peace. Um, Smitty, we on fire. We got a lot going on here. 900 people in here. Pound the like. Subscribe. Become a member. I appreciate everybody coming in here on the day after Christmas. Um, We got a lot to discuss still, Smitty. Uh, Yes, we we do. Steve Kim coming in next. Um. but before that, I got to ask you, I want you to take a listen. Uh, I want to add our new segment in here real quick. Uh, okay. Real talk or jaw jacking? What do you mm. think? Because my segue is LeBron James Lakers lost last night to the hated rival Celtics. And LeBron's had a great history dominating the Celtics, especially on Christmas Day games. LeBron dominates Christmas Day. But after they lost last night, I saw a lot of hugging and nice dapping and Christmas cheers. I know Kobe would have walked up the court. I just know that because I saw Kobe lose on Christmas uh, a few times. 
But this right here, I wanted to get your take on. Sports all the time. And I'm like, I don't get that. That's not the killer instinct. I don't know how you can want to crush the competition, but then to like have dinner with them the next night. Yep. My friends were the guys that were in the battle with me. I didn't have any friends on the other teams. Maybe Peyton Manning and I, and I love Peyton. Maybe I've had dinner with him twice in 23 years. I looked up to him so much. I admired Peyton Manning, but if we wanted to get where we wanted to go, we had to get through them. So I had to create something different in my mind. He couldn't be my friend. I was a quarterback when I went to work. Nothing was going to get in the way of that. But I would say a lot of the guys that I looked up to approached it the same way. I don't think Joe Montana was trying to be friends with anybody. I don't think a lot of, I don't think Muhammad Ali or Mike Tyson were trying to be friends with anybody. I think they were going out there on a mission. And if there was someone in their way, they had to crush them. Real talk or jaw jacking? That's real talk. I mean, that, that, that's the type of athlete. Obviously, you know, I'm a Kobe guy. We're, me and you are both Kobe guys. You know, you just mentioned him. That's the same mentality, the model mentality that he had throughout his entire career. Wasn't out there to make friends. out there to dominate and win by any means. Jordan was the same way. Obviously, Brady's the GOAT. He's the same way. So, yeah, I, I think that's real talk. Uh, being devil's advocate, I do think there's more ways to, to skin a cat, you know, to shave an onion, so to speak. And, yeah, you mentioned LeBron shaking up hands at the end of the game, being friendly. That's just who he is, though, y'all. You know, and I, I think we all, even myself, speak, speak to myself. For so long, I've compared LeBron to Kobe. And Kobe wouldn't have did that or Jordan wouldn't have done that. Well, he's not them. He's LeBron. And this works for LeBron. He has four rings. He, he broke every statistical record possible. He's in year 2021, still top, probably a top 10 player in the NBA, top 12 player in the NBA right now. That's what that's what works for him. So as Kobe guys and Jordan guys, we don't like it because that's not what we're used to. But it doesn't mean that it's wrong. He's able to go out there, befriend these cats. I mean, him and Draymond are like fucking best buds in each, other, each other's wedding, wedding and everything. And and they were they had they had a rivalry with Golden State and Cleveland for like five years straight, being in the NBA Finals. So I mean, listen, it, 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 I feel you. It looks crazy. You know what I'm saying when you see it, but then at the end of the day, like if it worked for you, it worked for you. Now LeBron had zero rings at this point in his career, then it may might be more of a thing that stood out. But the guy has won and been very successful at a very high level, and he's still successful even with the hugs and the pictures and all that type of stuff. So it's a different era, man. It, it was something that took me a little time to get used to, but like now I am used to it. Like that's that's the norm. It's Christmas at the end of the day. It ain't the playoff game, you know. They're going to shake up, move on, get back with their families, and, and that's what it is. So Let's, uh, let's move on. We got our uh, – it's, it's Tuesday. We got our Korean coach sale, uh, Steve Kim, who got to see you. First time at the house. You finally showed up. So, Steve, welcome. <laughs> Steve, what's up? Uh, Merry Christmas, uh, New Year. Part of the meal the other day. What's your favorite food the other day? Hey, did you hear that? Yeah, that's Steve. He was okay. muted. Steve, your mic, your mic is messed up, Steve. You might have to unplug it and plug it back in. We can't hear you at all. It's all like staticky. See, uh, see if Bailey can figure out the. He looks like he's fresh off of gung-ho, Goonies. 
Um, and I will say this, guys. I got I got to JB's house before Steve, and I left later than Steve. So you guys can talk all that craziness. I I, I, I really pulled up. Spent the four days. Ah! Oh, what's going on with Mike? No. No. Static, but no voice. Yeah, I can't hear a thing. He he might log in with his phone or something. Um, I'm sure he'll get it figured um, out. Yeah, it it anyway, so at least we'll use we'll be the buffer to get his shit right. You know what I mean? Right, right. Uh, yep. So look, I don't know, man. It's interesting to say the least. I gotta let's see. Got us. No noise, but no voice. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you're always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. You might have it in it. You might have to change your input. Like within StreamYard, you might go to settings or something and change like where the mic is coming out of or going through. I don't Probably think he's on like that. He don't have to be on StreamYard, I don't think, is he? I don't know. Um, I don't know. I'm sure, I'm sure he'll figure it out. Uh, but in the meantime, while he's figuring that out, though, I did want to hear your opinion, though, uh, on the – no, nah, it's not working, JB. It's not working right now. I do want to hear your opinion on LeBron real quick, though. Like, why, why he's trying to get that figured out and fixed? Um, <laughs> let me see. Yeah, tell Steve to just leave and come back. It might fix it. I've done that before, uh, and, and, and it's worked. Pound that like button, y'all, while, oh, while you're here. We got 870-some people. We got some technical difficulties on Steve Kim's side, but we're going to get it figured out. I know he was up early this morning watching that fight. He got up at, like, 2 in the morning to watch a uh, in a way, become the two-time undisputed. That's champion. what you want to ask. I want to ask him. I want to ask about the Inaway fight. Um, he looked because he had to get up at three. Then he probably went back to sleep. He told us his routine. He's gonna go back to sleep. Yeah. Come on our show. Then him and Mario got three down knock, three knockdown rule later on. So he grinded. Uh, he back and forth probably like damn. LeBron. Uh, he, I agree with you. He is who he is. But I, I just that's not who I like. I just think he is who he is, but uh, Dave, you got us? No. No voice. There's no voice at all. I don't know. Let me see. Try uh, settings and input. Um, I hear something, but I don't. Um, voice. Listen, LeBron is, uh, I think LeBron is, uh, I think he's a nice guy. And I think that's predicated by what he does with his antics. Like he's been known as a flop guy. They call him the flop for a reason. He flops to the narrative of 
you know, he's Mahomes-esque to me. So he's mm-hmm. he's won some titles, but obviously he moves around as well. Um, no. It's muted. I don't know why. Let's see. Yeah, it's like you're muted. It's, it's better because at first it was like static. and It was horrible. Yeah, you fixed the static. No. You fixed yeah, the static, you- but there's still no void. Try it now. Ain't nothing? No. He's not muted below, is he? Like, no. Nah. Okay, nah, he's not muted down here. No. Nope. Might That's be weird. his. I don't know why. It's got to be his. I wonder what it is. Maybe you restart the phone or something. Um, here, like he reminds you of Mahomes, does he not? He won. Okay, he wins. We call it. Okay, he's won. Uh, a lot of y'all called Mahomes one of the goats already in his short span. We called LeBron this in about the same five six year span when he was already LeBron was already one of the best. Everyone's calling him one of the greatest of all time. He, he finally moved around and won some, but then he flops. He begs for attention. He begs for calls. Mahomes begs for calls. He flops. He is always, uh, I mean, like, <laughs> did you see him do it yesterday, though? Motherfuckers be hitting me up like they be watching him do it now. Right. Be to, <laughs> but now I can't I can't take him serious now because I'm always like, if his mouth is moving weird, I'm like, oh, that man. ball and then, like, <laughs> what what does this always bring me to play? Like that's what he does. It's like nervous energy. It's like a it's like a fake nervousness. And I know I, it's like he does that to like like don't trip, don't look at me. Like I I got something else to do. Like he's doing that shit. Like instead of like have you ever seen like Tom Brady throw this fucking thing? He knows but, he's mad. He but CJB, look, see, stop, stop right there. We gotta stop doing that. For real, like we, we fall in love with certain players and then any other great player that comes after them, we compare them 100% to them. Tom Brady and him, he didn't do this with his, hey, that's cool. He not Tom Brady, he Patrick Mahomes. And that's okay. LeBron is LeBron, that's okay. There's different ways to be great. There's not like one way to be great and you got to be exactly how they were and, and that's it. That, that ain't how it works. Let, 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 let's flip. So look, uh, you know, let's try. Let's try Steve here. Got me? No. Nah. Uh, I don't know what it is. He, he should have he played poker. He should have played poker with us, man. You know, he would have had to look at the draw. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, here's the thing I got to say, though. Mahomes, LeBron, you got these guys. I think they're the goats to y'all generation. And maybe not you, but like the younger crowd, this is their goat because that's all they've really seen. They never got to live two lives like I have. I I say I've lived two lives because I've seen two different generations. I've seen three actually, but two different generations of dudes. That's why I'm on the hill I'm on. And you guys will be the same way when your next generation, when your kids go through it, you're going to be like, all right, you ain't no LeBron, son. You ain't even seen no greatness or, or whatever. Yeah. Like, Mahomes ain't nothing I ain't seen. To a lot of people, he's the, I've never seen this before. I have. He ain't done nothing. Can we talk about something, though? What? I've been, no, it ain't on the script, but I've been thinking about this for a while. 
Ah, shit, I'm nervous, y'all, because when it's now on the script, I, I listen, before he said what he about to say, I don't know where we about to go. Like, this shit can go left, right, diagonal, up, down. Right now, I have to, as a co-host, I have to be prepared for war for anything right now. We might talk politics, religion. We might get canceled right now. So, hey, y'all, hit that like button right now while we're still here, because I don't know what's about to happen. JB, go ahead. We don't have a script per se, Zach. We just have some bullet points that we try to follow. Um, can we talk about how much better Matthew Stafford is than Patrick Mahomes? <laughs> hey, guys, one more try. Can it work now? Oh! All right, I guess the earphones. I got to use the earphones. Yeah, I know. I got to fix a few. I don't know what's going on here. I'm using the exact same setup as, as I've done before, but it is what it is. So what's going on, fellas? Debbie, you're echoing a little bit. Oh, I, oh, I am too. That's, that's Steve. Steve, 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 Steve hit me. Mute, mute on your Do I mute? You want me to mute? Well, if he's well, muted, maybe. We ain't going to hear him. No, nah, not your phone. Um, uh, why are, why we, are we here? Hello, hello, hello. Damn, we're echoing now. I can, I hear, can hear myself. I can hear myself. <laughs> you can't hear me, right? But it's something going on. <laughs> Steve got some technical issues. I don't know why. <laughs> he might have come. <laughs> you hear, you hear us now? Yeah, but, yeah, but our voice is echoing, echoing, echoing. Why did we echo with him? I don't know what he Steve didn't he didn't hack into the shit and 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 guys, I don't know what's going on. Hey, so look, Matthew Stafford is clear head and shoulders better from every standpoint. He's tougher, he's more accurate, he has a better arm, he throws a better ball. He throws the ball in the teeth of the coverage um, when it matters. I've been saying this for a long time, but I want to really compare these two because he gets zero love on the national scale like Patrick Mahomes does. And I would love for Patrick Mahomes to, or for Matthew Stafford to have been on a roster like the Chiefs have had over the last five years or – and it's shown he does have a great roster first year out the gate from leaving a horrific franchise in Detroit for all those years and wins a Super Bowl day one. Smitty, mm. that's like you coming in the show. You don't know nothing about this industry, and you kill it. And you're and really, damn, who's Smitty? That's what Matthew Stafford, in essence, did for the Rams. He left a horrible shit organization for a long time. I'm glad Detroit's back. I like this Monsters of the Midway to change a little bit and, and, and become – uh, the North thing, uh, the North wrecking ball right now. We're going to dive into Detroit here later, but I love that Stafford has been a guy that no, really, really underrated because of where he played. And I think if as great as Barry Sanders was, if Barry Sanders would have played in Dallas or, or Frisco, we might be saying we don't even know what records he would have. We don't even know the status of his stardom would be. He might be a Michael Jordan Kobe Bryant S player Barry Sanders played in a in a city that had a real team. Stafford's the same way to me. I think he's very underrated. 
Uh, I think he got screwed because he's been in Detroit for so long. And now his Rams Super Bowl is kind of overshadowed already. Yeah. We hear you. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah. How are we now? Let me, Let me talk. talk. Now. Nah. Echoing. Echoing. You're, so you have to mute the YouTube. Do you have YouTube playing somewhere? Just you. Just mute YouTube, not your phone. I have on right now, to be honest with you. Now. No. No. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't know, know why, why we're, we're echoing. echoing. Steve, can you hear the echo on your end? You can't, you can't hear the echo? He's got YouTube open somewhere. I'm just oh. telling you, this is the only window open. Maybe when I, I may have to get a new computer or something. Let me try you guys tomorrow or something. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll, we'll back Thursday if you can't. I uh, know you got Whitlock. You got to figure that out. For next week. All right, guys, sorry about this. No, you're, no, you're good. No problem. Um, sometimes this shit happens. Um, it's all good, man. It happens to the best of us. But no, I mean, you had a good point. At this thing, when we get into this type of conversation, there's so many scenarios and what ifs. It's like, well, if if Peyton Manning had a top ten defense like Tom Brady did for first half of his career, would he have more rings? If this player would have went here, if like, there's so many different scenarios where it's like, it's kind of like, damn. I mean, Dan Marino has you know zero rings if. Then Marino was on a different franchise. If Marino was on the Cowboys instead of, you know, instead of Aikman. If, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just so many different scenarios that you could throw out there and be like, damn, like, what would have happened? You know, so, so it, it's just this tough. Scenario is a little different because this guy actually has left and came yeah. to the Rams team and won right away. Right. So we've got to see this scenario. That's true. And he has a Rams team with two receivers out here and a tight end Higby playing as good as anybody. So, it's very interesting, uh, uh, to say the least. Uh, I'm very interested, dog, to see what you think. Because I'm telling you, I think that this guy is special. I've been saying he's a top five ball spinner of all time. Um, I clearly think with Aaron Rodgers being down right now, he is the best ball spinner in the NFL right now. Not even close. And that is including the Josh Allens, Herberts, and Mahomes. He is ahead above everyone right now, in my opinion, as well as he's playing on a team that has kind of figured out that they're in the mix here. They're in the mix. They went head-to-head, toe-to-toe with what we both feel is the best team right now, the Ravens, who just beat we thought was the best team, Niners, pretty good convincingly yesterday in Frisco. So the Rams did that to the Ravens in Baltimore. Right. And should have won without the pit block in the back. They had opportunities, but it should have, could have, would have. We all know that scenario. But the Rams is, is a segue, and we'll take a break before Tank comes on. I wanted to dive into this real quick um, before we go back and get into some things. The most dangerous NFL teams right now mm. is, is, is the segue before, since we, we missed the NUA fight and, the, and, and all that, that, that Steve had to get up for at three in the morning. To watch, he won. Um, he won that and all that. Um, yeah. Where are you at with your top five most dangerous? I don't want to hear the top five best teams right now. We know the most dangerous right now, in your opinion, the most dangerous teams that are playing right now that you're looking around like, fuck, I don't want to play them. 
Yeah, man. I mean, I know my number one team is. I, I, I got to think through the rest of the list. Number one would be the Bills. Um, I just think right now, I think the Bills are overall, and I know this past week was a little off, but they won the game. But overall, I think the Bills are kind of back to uh, what we thought they would be to start the season. Josh Allen overall has been playing well, and that team has been has been really rolling. So for me, number one team is the Bills. Um, probably but, number two. I got, I got some teams I want to throw at you. So because like we don't have to have a list, but I just want to like we'll get to our top five teams, um, uh, the obvious front runners. But let me ask you. The Bills, the Browns, and the Bucks are all playing elite. They're playing right now. Like, I don't know if I want to go into Buffalo. I don't know if I want to go into Tampa right now. And I don't know if I want to go into Cleveland. Um, but I think the Rams are still the most dangerous of those three teams right there that are playing as lights out as anybody, just for the fact of Stafford. Not only has he, out of those three other teams, he's the one with the ring. Yep. He, and, and McVay too, like that's that's how we and have to, you know two, what I mean? And a yeah. two though, should have won two, been a two, one one. You gotta start saying, is this guy Stafford on a mission right now? He's hungry. I think he's tasting it. I think he fills it. I think he's at the cusp. He's like, man, this team has a shot. I think we're at. We got a shot here. Uh, Nakua and Cooper Coven, they stay healthy. They're as dangerous as anybody. I don't know if anybody wants to fuck with them. And that running back is playing as good as anybody in the NFL right now. In Kyra yeah. Williams, I'm just telling right now. Notre that Dame. dude is balling out. Uh, he would be on the white team, by the way, if we played him and CMC. Nobody talked about his mama white. The daddy, I don't know where daddy is, but right 100% now, brother, 100% brother, right there. You the sound crazy. Team. We got Williams and CMC, dog. You guys are in trouble. You don't have Williams. You don't have Williams. That's the problem. Cool, dog. It's crazy. So Williams, my uh, color. That's four good, interesting teams that are playing really well. And I'm glad the NFL has some teams playing well as we get towards the playoffs because we haven't seen a lot of like seen a lot of average and me mediocre football this year. I think those four teams make football good. And then the Raiders climbing. The Raiders are climbing. They're scary. Going back to the Chiefs, and we're all over the place, but we're going to take a break here. Going back to that Chiefs game, is Antonio Pierce deserved? And I let's let's not be premature here and, and busting that in, in your third stroke. Has Antonio Pierce really deserved it? Because Basaccia deserved it. Everybody thought last year or a couple years ago didn't get it when he took the Raiders to the playoffs. Look, I know Antonio. I'm good with Antonio. I'm trying to get him on the show. I think he's doing great. My former player kid, Jack Jones, love that he clowned Mahomes on Twitter before the game, and then he picked sixth his ass during the game. He was Mahomes Grinch. Jack Jack, shout out to Long Beach Polly in the house. Uh, does he, is he deserving of it? Is he, is he deserving or is he worth getting the head coaching job in Vegas? I mean, I'm going to say, yeah, because it's not even about the wins and losses so much. I mean, obviously, he has them in, in contention to actually make the playoffs. And if the Chiefs were to lose out and the Raiders were to win out, they could win the division, which sounds crazy, but they're still technically in it. So, but it's not only just that. It's it's the buy-in. It's the buy-in from the team. You see Max Crosby, the, you know, a leader on that team. He, he, he loves them. He's motivating these guys. And it, it looks like Raiders – Football, like like the whole the 
When you think about the Raiders you, you, of old, you think about just physicality, you think of just toughness, grit, arrogance, and you, you're kind of getting that feel back from them since AP has joined. I think since he's uh, took over, they've been one of the top defenses statistically in the NFL. So, I mean, to this point, man, I think he's done enough to to earn it, and he deserves it, you know. And I think, like, you, you've learned once with Basachi or whatever, you know. You should have made him the head coach. You didn't do it. Don't make the same mistake again. You know what I'm saying? Unless there's just some amazing option out there, you know, uh, Harbaugh wants to coach the Raiders or something like that. Unless it's something like that, man, Who who's out there that, that you're like, oh, this guy's going to – for sure, change everything. Like, don't go out there and just bring in a, a a random young guy. You know what I'm saying? Like, no. If you're gonna move on from him, bring on a, a guy who's proven, who's 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 legendary, who has that backing. Who you know, what I mean, who the rest of the locker room can really like get behind and respect. So, uh, if you ain't got that, I say you stay with AP. Yeah, it's gonna be very interesting. He's gonna be very, very scrutinized in this hire, regardless. Because if you don't keep him, you're gonna be looked at side-eyed ways. You know, we're gonna have some cats like Ryan Clark and certain people talk shit. I think that can be a very we could see that coming down the pipe. Also, if you do keep him and he fails, like he's in a bad spot. It's hard to be the guy in this seat. It's hard to be the guy that has to make the decisions and the wins and losses fall on your name at the end of the day. They don't fall on anyone else's name. So, so, so Jones got to make, I mean, uh, Davis got to make a decision. So it's going to be very interesting to say the least. I'm curious on the decision he makes though, but I would, I would love to see him in the, and get the role. Um, I, I don't see Harbaugh in Vegas. They don't have a quarterback that's solidified. I, I think I see Harbaugh with Herbert. I, I, I think H and H is a real thing. I think Herbert and Harbaugh make a good team. I think Herbert wants Harbaugh. I think Harbaugh wants Herbert. I know Michigan's offering him a big 10 year 125 contract, but the Chargers will give him more than that. And I think he wants to get back in the NFL. So I think Harbaugh to the Chargers makes the most sense. So I don't believe he would go to the Raiders. Um, I don't see Gruden being brought back. I just think it's too much of a black guy. You hire Gruden over AP, it's going to be a big issue, I think. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting. We got a lot to discuss, though, Smitty. I want to get to our top five NFL teams that are brass tacks top five, uh, obvious by record or uh, hook or crook. We're going to break those down. Um, or have the Ravens uh, solidified the number one team in the NFL? We're going to break that down. Plus, we got some white people shit, some black people shit. We got some hell yeah, some hell no. Uh, and uh, we still got to talk about Luka Doncic. We got to talk about Dable benching the gobble ghoul for tyrod taylor the lakers lose to the hated ones and uh the denver nuggets beat the warriors and steve kerr is pissed again yelling at the at the clouds from the front porch like y'all say i do and then robert sala says he could have done better with the jets since aaron Rodgers was hurt we're gonna break that down and uh the cow hey we, we gotta talk cowboys a little bit today now the cowboys lost against against the dolphins what? and i want to i want to hear some more you on Chiefs Queendom. I didn't get the full JB. I talked a little bit more on the Chiefs than you did because I got Dr. Jesse Morris jumped in, but I got to hear more from JB on the other side of how you really feel about Chiefs Queen. I, I need full JB to really go in today. It's, it's the day after Christmas, the holiday. Everybody off work except me. I got to go to work after this. So we want to hear the full JB. Ooh, how that nice. That little trash. Hi, 
Alright. Okay. Oh! Got a crust on it, too. That smells so good. Those ribs are so white, they think Doritos are Mexican food. Those ribs are so white, they got a fair trial. Those ribs are so white, they love April. Because April showers bring Mayflowers. And Mayflowers bring white people. Those ribs are so white, they hate calculus. Because they're just not good at integration. Those ribs are so white, it takes 64 of them to make one full-blooded Cherokee. I'm sorry. White people said, don't ever let white people, normal white people, cook ribs. If you ever boil some ribs, again, white people, I will disbar you, ban you from the, the white people. I, I, I'll cut you out. JB, why, why can't y'all cook though, for real? Like, what is it? It's like common sense shit. Like, fucking season it. Don't, like, I don't understand. I, I, I was in a staff meeting one day. I had this old line coach and he, white dude, Midwest, whatever. I had to hire him and he didn't last long. We were talking about this very topic in a staff meeting bullshit before we started the staff. We were all there bullshitting and shit. And we were talking about seasoning, what I, you know, caps were like, what do you, what do you put on some, you know, some chicken and stuff? I'm talking about what the shit I was putting on there. And then this motherfucker was like, but, but, but just, I think we, uh, most overrated thing is just, just salt and pepper. Just the salt and pepper, just put some salt and pepper on it. It's good. I looked at that motherfucker. That's the problem. See, that's fucking why right there. Salt and pepper is not seasoning. It's not. I'm sorry. It's not. I don't use salt in anything, by the way, because everything I have has salt features. But exactly, you already got salt in everything the fucking garlic powder, whatever you put salt. in there. I'm fucking like, be throwing salt on shit. Calories, like, whatever. A, a white person would throw a salt on goddamn Cheerios. Yep. I'm just telling you right now, they'll fucking salt cereal, fucking oatmeal, fucking everything. I'm just like, God damn, I never put no much motherfucker. It was more, I've seen white people use more salt than goddamn pops. On goddamn macaroni and cheese salad on Friday. I'm like, dog, don't fucking, you don't need that much salt. It, 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 like high cholesterol shit, I don't get it. Yeah, it don't make sense. Man. Hey, we got a lot to dive into. Tank soldiers, he'll join us uh, after that. Um, so I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to update us on if we got Kirk Herbstreet this week. Uh, we, I believe we have him tomorrow or Thursday. I'll let you know on that. Um, here in the next few minutes, uh, that'll be a great conversation because you know we got a lot to discuss. And uh, take us to commercial. We'll be back in four minutes with off today. So you'd have Oregon playing Missouri in the eight and nine. Michigan would have a bye. Alabama, Washington, Texas, right? Yeah. You Oregon and Missouri would play. Florida State would play Oklahoma. Ohio State would play Penn State again. Georgia would play Ole Miss again. So that is what the 12-team the, the playoff would be right now. Right. And this is a test. This is a test I put this up here for. Watch how many cats get in the chat talking about, where's Liberty? Where's la 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 See what I'm saying, homie? I just fucking proved to you guys that it'll never be enough. You're always going to want a fucking other team. 
So more is not better. Stop. 12 teams, you're going to want a 13th team. That is why I fucking just did that. You guys are always going to want somebody, man. So you're going to put Liberty over Oregon. Get the fuck out of here. See, that's the thing. You guys are going to always cry. Somebody's going to bitch. My fucking point. And we should do that test nationally. I bet you if I put that out on Twitter tonight, we get a fucking... Where's Liberty? Where's fucking a champion Madison? Where's fucking... Shut up. You're never going to be satisfied. More is not better. Less is more. Less is more sometimes. I'm just telling y'all. We've already had this discussion, dog. Conference title games won't mean shit. People will be sitting players out. You're going to have fucking the 13th team bitching and moaning. Like, just put all the motherfuckers in. Sweet, 64 teams again, like college basketball. Like, it's, it's, it's becoming a mockery, dog. The bottom line is, Big Smitty, if Oregon would have beat Washington, they weren't getting in either. Mm. Just think about it. So, yeah. you would be so Washington, just so we're clear. Georgia would have got in. I would argue Georgia's in right now. Me too. I agree. I agree. And, and, and Florida State still. Hell yeah, hell nah. Mike Tomlin is on the hot seat officially. Hell no. They seven and five right now. It was a really bad loss, but they're still on track to be in the playoffs. They're still on track to have another winning season or at least a 500 or above season with a very below mid quarterback. These guys are, are rocking and rolling. Instead, the Patriots don't have a quarterback and look how bad they look. The so Suns don't have a quarterback and they're still out here competing and fighting. That's called coaching right there, JB. <laughs> Hell he no. He's going to give us a, t- a, a take. I already know because this is a take that we all know about. The, the, the real educated coaches, ex-players. Uh, I, although I agree with Smitty, I don't know if that's necessarily true, though. Because he has no quarterback. <laughs> And he just fired his OC, and owners see that, and it's blood in the water, and this might be the same time, especially if Belichick goes. We see this as a copycat league. I wouldn't be shocked if Tomlin leaves either. Uh, I, I would say for the – it's a hell it's a hell not nah because of the organization, because the owner, they, they don't go through – they're about continuity. They're about standard. But – Listen, I love Mike T, and I could probably text him right now. He texts me back, and not I'm saying that for this take, he would probably say, like, yeah, you're probably right. Firing your OC and what they just put out there at home. Back first as usual. Um, that's just what I do. I'm always back first because I work harder than Smitty. That's just what I do. I work harder than Smitty. I'm always first. Uh, oh, what up, Smitty? I heard everything you said. Everything you said was a lot just now. You know what I just ate? Hey, I eat. What you just eat? You said cup, autumn cupcakes fire, ain't they? <laughs> I just had one of those cupcakes. They fire, yeah, yeah. Oh, man, that motherfucker off the chain. I had one yesterday. I took a couple of them with me to the crib. This cat right here, uh, Brap Chop. Brap Chop? Brap Chop. I think he's he talking too much for me. Um, I don't know who he is. Thomas Bailey. People talking shit in the chat. I don't know why. 
They argue with each other though, so it's all good. Yeah, JB has whiny voice. Sounds like Mahomes crying. He looked. Who is this guy? Let's. He, so we know he's super racist. He uh, he's he's a biker. Biker get a lot of you know. Bikers get a bad reputation too. Like we we call bikers racist right out the gate. Right out the we gate. He, he Off the bat. Um, we don't know nothing about him, but I'm gonna go with racist. Uh, is that really him or is that a picture of the Undertaker from WWF? I can't really tell. I don't know what it is. It's, he looked like I think he's a bitch. Look, I'm gonna go with bitch. I'm gonna go with bitch made. Uh, I think he's a BMK, he's a bitch made cat. Um, yeah, I'm gonna roll with that, is what I'm gonna go with. How, how did you land on that so quickly? Just so just so I can understand your good judge of character. I got okay. I'm a good judge of character. I, I know, you know. I got an intuition about it. Um, you know, I think he's like got a lot of bitch in him. Like he's a low life bottom feeder. He's sad and mad at life. He had a horrible Christmas because he was broke. He didn't couldn't buy nobody nothing. Nobody got him nothing. And then now he's in here, like trying to be mad at us. I don't know. He's trying to start shit up with people. I don't know. Got you, got but you. Let's him in the chat. Maybe he'll, if, unless he starts doing some crazy. He might become a member. He might, you know, I'm out. He might, you know, I don't know. So let's leave him in there and see what happens. Everybody chat and asking me, Darnell, you ain't say nothing about uh Cole JB's food. Listen, his food was good. JB can't cut. But this is the real show on planet Earth. I would be remiss. I would be lying if I did if I did not shout out the food I had last night. Shout out to Miss Wanda Jackson, my, my brother Julian Jackson, it's his mother. She threw down yesterday. And I'm going to tell y'all straight up, this is some of the best food I've had. It's probably like, it's, it's probably like top 10 in the last 10 years I've had. That's a, that's, that, that says a lot. I'm, I can't explain it. You just kind of have to be there. And the flavor of everything was just different. Something about that, that black woman, like when, I don't know what they do to the food. I don't know. I just, I'm just going based upon my, you know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? It is something different. Like my grandma, my mom. It is something a little different that they do to the food that like, I don't know what they do, but they put an extra mm in it. I don't give a What's fuck. What's going on, Tank? Her turkeys weren't better than my shit. I don't give a fuck what you talking. <laughs> uh, Tank, what up, Tank? Fellas, fellas. Uh, good morning. Good morning. <laughs> I, I was listening to uh, Steve Kim's mic and all I could think was you're killing me, Smalls. Oh, yeah. I like that shirt. See, killing me. Tank's shirt game is kind of like, you know, my shirt game. I come with a new shirt every day. Tank got a new shirt. Someone that don't ever have no swag on here is Smitty, though. But he talk about everything else. But damn. Because I look good in real life. I look good in real life, JB. You know, all that little stuff you do, the shirts you do here on the camera. That's cool. That's cute. When I'm when you see Big Smitty in the real world, you see how I look. <laughs> Hey, uh, Tank, we got we're gonna go through this script, man, with you since you got we got you for almost an hour. Um, Mahomes chokes again. You know the Chiefs queen them the fan base they 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 love to hate me. They're mad at me right now. My question to you right out the gate though, Weddle and I, Weddle came over to the house the other day. We were talking about this. Nobody talks about how good Stafford is. Um, in my opinion, Stafford's head and shoulders above Patrick Mahomes. He he got one ring versus two, but other than that, there's nothing Mahomes can do better than Matthew Stafford. Nothing, not one thing. Um, I take it back, it, and I know Tank Tank's educated with this. I guess 
ad lib running around. Mahomes would be better. Yeah, Stafford ain't running nowhere. So, so Mahomes, I guess, would ad lib run around the pocket and make plays. Stafford throws the ball on time, gets it out. He ain't running around. He's throwing the ball away or, or whatever. I don't know if Stafford is not a top five quarterback ball spinner of all time, but definitely the best ball spinner in the NFL right now with Aaron Rodgers being hurt. Agree or disagree with that? Um, I mean, I'm going to just say, JB, relax a little bit on, on the just – okay, listen. Mahomes has an unconventional way. He kind of broke the mold and had success as an unconventional style of pocket passer. And I think it's really easy when they run into uh, that that bump in the road to to say like, oh, you know, he's he's not this and he's not that. And I'm not saying that uh, Mahomes is you know the the greatest quarterback, but but what I'm saying is you know. Calm down on on the hate because he's still an elite quarterback. I mean, Stafford, I mean, look, I I don't really get his games a lot. I I often see his box scores. And, yeah, I mean, he's he's a guy that you want. He's going to keep the the ship steady. He's going to get the guys the ball at the right time. He's he's a very accurate passer. Um, I I think that, you know, him coming to L.A. really definitely uh, changed his trajectory in terms of his his overall – you know what we're going to look at him when he leaves the game but but you know i think he's got a lot more to do in terms of carrying a team uh in order to be to be put in that elite category of quarterbacks because he's he's you know his his gm said it you know fuck them picks they 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 surrounded him with a lot of weapons and so i i like to see him you know carry a team and then that'll kind of put him in that next stratosphere but to your point, that's why I don't have him there because the great quarterbacks have got wide receivers, big dollar contracts. Aaron Rodgers got Van Scantling the money that they're paying him right now in Kansas City. True. Matthew Stafford has three record-holding receivers, Megatron, Cooper Cup, and now Nakua as a rookie. That is telling you that this guy gets people better around him. I have yet to see Mahomes get one receiver a bag, not one. And don't say Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill already had the bag. This is not a guy that gets receivers better. But well, I, I think his I think his teams. Well, you can't say Megatron either. Then in, in, in that example, because he was on eat period. But go ahead, Tank. Yeah, I, I just think that the teams are constructed different, JB. And and um, you know, listen, you talk about getting a guy a bag. I mean. You know, I, I often think about like Romo throwing the Witten every damn play, um, <laughs> and that's kind of like how he did Cooper Cup. And you know what? Listen, I mean, he he's a, he's a hell of a quarterback. He he's he's extremely talented. He's extremely accurate. You know, I just think you know, to Cam Newton's point, he's one of the better game managers of today. And game manager is not a negative connotation. Mm. Uh, one thing I want to add in too, though, is it's hard, and I, I get, <clears throat> I understand the comparison that JB's making. And like, listen, when, when it comes to just pure talent, just arm, big arm accuracy, I, I'm with you. Matt Stafford can make any throw on the field, any throw on the field. We've seen right. Matt Stafford do no looks even before Mahomes did no looks. Like, so like from a pure talent standpoint, I am with you. Like from a talent standpoint. They're very close. I think I give Mahomes the edge because of what you said as far as the ad lib ability and the fact that. 
you know, Mahomes is pretty athletic. He's faster than what you think, and he can break t- – he can move around in the pocket, extend plays in a way that Stafford can do. And I look at that as a as a huge plus, I think, especially in today's league. If you can make guys miss, break the pocket, and still extend plays to find a guy down the field, I think that is that idea is huge. But the, the main thing for me is that's hard to compare them is that Stafford got drafted in like an 9 I think, if I'm not mistaken. Mahomes got drafted – 20 was it 17 i want to say and correct me if i'm wrong guys in the chat i might be off for a couple years but my point being is like the amount of success that Mahomes has had in a very short period of time compared to the amount of success that Stafford has had in, in way more years it's like it, it, it it's night and day you know what i'm saying like let, let's see what Mahomes will be once he reaches the the amount of seasons that Stafford has reached like who knows like and I'm not even. Oh, you know what you're saying I'm, right now? You sound but, crazy as hell. But that left Detroit in one year, won a Super Bowl. Fucking year one. I give me Matthew Stafford for ten years in motherfucking Kansas City, homie. Come I on. Get it. But, but listen, I want to say this though too. This is what I want to say. Quarterback play has been down so much over the last few years that, like, you see a quarterback like Stafford who who basically plays the quarterback game the way it's supposed to be played. And it looks like an anomaly nowadays because the quarterback play has been so shitty. And so I, I look at it now as like the, the guys who are doing it right, consistent, and throwing the ball to the correct color, um, you know, they get put on a pedestal as if they're like this Hall of Famer and really they're just playing the position the way it's supposed to be played. And, man, you sprinkle in these like – um these mobile quarterbacks, and then you it, it just makes these kind of traditional passers just look better and better and better. That's a good point. And then one more thing, too, man. Like, like you know, like I, I know we keep mentioning this. If, if Stafford was in Kansas City, he would have won five rings. One, we don't know what he would have done, number one. But number two, yeah, he was in Detroit. But the, the thing is, shitty organizations get great quarterbacks, and your great quarterback is supposed to change the organization. Joe Burrow went to fucking Cincinnati Bengals, who had been horrible. He goes there and and immediately takes them to a Super Bowl, and now they're one of the most res- uh, feared and respected teams in the league when he's healthy. So I get that Detroit Lions hadn't been good and they, they weren't that great. They didn't support Stafford. I get all that, but if you're that great of a quarterback, don't you uplift them and and, and put them in position to make them a true contender? Like, ain't that the reason why you draft a quarterback? I don't like. Oh. When Stafford got drafted to Detroit, though, let's give you some context. This mm-hmm. was the worst organization in all of sport. Sport. So I just want to be clear with you. The Bengals had already restructured their entire roster, and they got Jamar Chase with him to go with him. Okay, and Calvin Johnson with Stafford, so that's fine. When they struggled, and then in year two is when you started to saw the incline in success in Cincinnati. Super so Bowl, yeah. this has been a completely different – Remember, Stafford became a, a, a quarterback in a team that never changed anything besides Megatron. It wasn't like he went on the 93 Barry Sanders last time they won the North team. This was the Detroit Lions that didn't do anything and were on the roster for five years straight. So it's a little different. I don't know. It's a bottom field. It's like the Detroit Pistons right now in basketball, like 26 in a row lose losses. Uh, What are you going to say? What do you say? Monty Williams just took the damn son to the championship. Now he's a bad coach. I don't know. I'm just saying. Uh, Tank, welcome in. Uh, It was Tank Soldier Tuesday. 
We're going to break this down, but we got to dive into a few things that have happened. Uh, Dak Prescott, you're a former cowboy of this organization. You know Jerry Jones. You know this organization. The Dak Prescott-led Cowboys, obviously after your time, uh, they're not the Troy Aikman-led Cowboys. Are they even the Romo-led Cowboys when you were there? Are they a team that we should worry about? Are they America's team again? Or is this the Cowboys that everyone is kind of scared to be right about when I say that meaning they're just going to be the Cowboys. They, 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 they lost again, another game. They should have could have won. They lose. This is what Dak has done uh, in the playoffs over his, uh, his career. Is this where it's trending again? Another good team, talented roster just can't get over the hump. Yeah, man. Listen, I, I look at them and, and Dak Prescott was a fourth round pick for a reason. I think he got drafted with Zeke. He got drafted yeah. into a organization that had a lot of st- the number one O-line stability around him. And when the the more those players uh, delete themselves out of the structure, the more onus becomes on Dak Prescott. And I don't think he's ever been uh, a quarterback that's going to be uh, singularly take you to the, to the championship because he, he just doesn't have uh, the elite, uh, quarterback skill set to manipulate the defense. And he's still one of those guys that are going to, you know, put his head down and try to run, run over a safety. You know, I mean, again, uh, Dak is Dak. And, you know, he gets a lot of, he gets a lot of praise because they win collectively. And then all of that praise is thrown on his shoulders. But when they lose, it's so obvious, man, that he's just, he just doesn't have the elite skill set. And so, to me, it's the Cowboys being the Cowboys. Uh, they're they're going to fall short at the most important times uh, because they don't have that difference maker as a gunslinger. Yeah, I mean, I, I have to agree overall. Um, I just it's hard to believe in the Cowboys when you just look at the history of them. You know, at least the the recent history, especially the last 10, 15 or so years, they've had really good teams that's won 12, 13 games, but they haven't even been back to an NFC championship, let alone Super Bowl. We're talking about NFC championship. So it's hard to believe that we'll see anything different this year. Now, the one thing is that that, that I think could help them right now is that the Eagles are not looking like themselves anymore. So the only team that, not the only team, but the main team that I would say that probably put some fear or concern into the Dallas Cowboys is the Niners. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I, I, I do like, would I be shocked if they went on a run in the playoffs and made it to an NFC championship? I wouldn't be shocked. I wouldn't be like, oh, my God, I cannot believe that. But it's just that I think it's hard to look at this team and not think about the history. You know what I'm saying? It's just because some every year, Cowboys Nation, this is our year. This is our year. This is our year. So it's like, some was like, all right, bro. You keep saying it, but, like, when is it really going to be y'all year? Well, and, 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 um, yeah. No, and, and another thing is this is a little bit of kind of, like, peeling behind the curtain curtains of the cowboy culture right they prioritize so many things um other than football that it becomes this kind of like natural distraction right like you know they they allow the media to run amok and create friction uh within the team they they're every tuesday you know you can't even put in extra work because you know they're they're pulling guys this way because they're 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 trying to be in the community, but they're, they're, they're pulling guys away from time to heal, to get better. And, and so I always looked at the Cowboys as like, um, they're always gonna, they're going to struggle 
until the collective organization prioritizes winning. And, you know, that culture is just so unique. That brand is just so big that I think the brand has, you know, just gotten bigger than the, the play on the field. And that's what they're living and dying by the brand of the Dallas Cowboy versus the actual talent on the grass. Mm. Yeah, uh, it's interesting. I, I agree. I just, I don't know, man. It's going to be interesting to see. Uh, I know Eddie's a huge Cowboy fan in here. Eddie, you just got to shut up, dog. Your team has done nothing in a long time. Shut up. You're you're you're, you're just a fanboy at this point with Boost Mobile, motherfucker. Um, <laughs> hey, we're, we're moving on. Um, who is the MVP of the NFL? Is it CMC or Lamar Jackson? Um, I, Lamar Jackson wasn't even ahead of Purdy before last night's game, um, and he wasn't ahead of CMC. Now, all of a sudden, he won last night's game, and he's bumped into the play MVP uh, favorite. Just brass tacks here talking football, as, as, as you know football. We argued this earlier. Uh, we don't need to debate this this particular point, but I think CMC still is the MVP, in my opinion. Even though they lost last night, I think CMC actually helped his MVP um, status. Um, I know Lamar won, and, and I know if you know football, that defense is really, really good. I think they did a lot of great things uh, other than Lamar's quarterback play. But Lamar is the catalyst. Uh, we're going to always give him the credit for when they win, and he's going to take the heat when they lose. You know, that's but, just but JB, when are you going to give Lamar his fucking credit for his like development uh, right and getting right better? Well, when I mean, listen, this guy goes against, goes against his natural instincts. And I mean, if you saw him, he's in the pocket moving like at, at his own pace, and that's that's just head and shoulders before like away from when he used to just tuck the ball and dip. And, I mean, he's still that elite threat. But I think you got to start giving him his credit for his development in a game that doesn't develop quarterbacks as much. Because this kid, I mean, come on, man. If he ain't the MVP right now, then I don't know what's what's most valuable to you. Oh, he's your MVP. Clear. That's your MVP. Yeah, he's my MVP just because of the fact that he, he has modified his game to be more healthier, yeah. yeah, more consistent, be more available, and he's not putting himself at risk nearly as much. And he's and listen, he throws kind of from some unconventional uh, getting away from the rush. But I'm telling you, man, like this guy is looking very elite, and I, I think you first and foremost has got to <laughs> got to give a tip of the cap as a quote unquote quarterback guru. Well, here's the thing. I think mediocrity is the new excellence by your take. There's nothing mediocre, mediocre about Lamar. He has 17 throwing touchdowns, homie. Is that he has not 19 after yesterday. He has 24 total touchdowns when you include traveling. Homie, don't, don't start changing the narrative. Let's get it the right, though. Let's get it right. But, but, but come out, JB. He has 19. 17 thrown touchdowns. He has 19. He has ni that, was, that was the stat before last night's game. He has, he's 19 and 7. Stats are for losers. I guess I me. can't talk about it. Go ahead. No, stats are for losers. You always want to throw out these kind of like weak ass stats to diminish his his light. Listen, he it's is. Fat. It ain't weak, homie. It's fat. Factual, but but are they winning? Are they continuing to to? Uh, hold? But I thought it wasn't a winning stat. I thought quarterbacks didn't have wins and losses on their stat sheet. See, Who that's what that? 
change Who does that? Is, is when the loss is on the quarterback or not? Like, when they lose, they're not on the quarterback. But when they win, it is? Come on, man. Miss me. Yo, you moving the goalposts, man. Listen, he's he's running his ship in a way that is like, like no one's ever seen him do. And like I said, Lamar's biggest uh, issue has been his availability, and he's always descending toward the postseason, whether it because of injury or because of his his skill set. And I think this year he's he's playing with his feet underneath him, and, it, and that's allowing you know many different players on that team to contribute to an offense that is well balanced, run, pass, and you always have that threat of him getting out of the pocket. And, now, and me, that's, that's what it's supposed to be like. To me, you stating the obvious, which I agree with. Like, we know he's a freak. We know he's the most freakish talent there is in the, in the game. Like, that's not a debate. Right. I'm not debating that. I'm not debating the kid's character. I've never assassinated his character. I've had Patrick Queen on the show three times. We talk all the time. I recruited the kid. The, the issue I have is he is unsustainable in his play for the reasons you just mentioned 17 touchdowns throwing to me to a lot of other greats that i've talked to in the nfl define your greatness like the throws of touchdowns that you make which are going to be required in the playoffs tank you know this because they're going to fire zone you they're going to drop seven they're going to make you throw the ball to beat us lamar ain't gonna be able to run around back there in the playoffs dog we've seen it he's one in three but he's, this, he, he's not running around now. Okay, so here's my point, though. To your point, you keep saying he has developed. He has done this. He's gotten I better. That's what I'm saying. Huh? He's gotten a lot better is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're saying that I need to give him the credit, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fight that, I and mean, this is why. I'm not fighting him or hating on him. I'm fighting the fact that you're saying he, he needs to get the credit. He was under a guy that I thought was the best fit for him as the play caller because of his skill set. So we know we saw him in a very, very unsustainable offense in the NFL. 32 personnel, 23 personnel. They ran triple option with them. And we know you can argue that's what got him hurt, right? We yeah, trained yeah. him to run the ball because he was the athlete instead of training him to throw the football as we want to see in the NFL. Now you hired Munkin. And I believe Munkin has instilled more of an NFL a philosophy around him to where he can be sustainable. So to your point and to my point, I, I agree. I think that the fact that the philosophy has changed with Munkin compared to what he's doing now, and I can't compare his MVP season with now. I know he threw 36 touchdowns his MVP season. He has 17 now. He threw 36 touchdowns because a lot of people don't know football in the chat because they were in 32 personnel and they were facing a lot of cover zero and they were throwing after a lot of RPO play action to Hollywood Brown over the top versus zero coverage. And people don't, they're not getting that anymore because they're more in 11 personnel and 10 personnel and traditional offensive sets that people see every day. And he is not the passer to throw 36 touchdowns from the pocket. We know that. But he is a great thrower of the football. And there's a big difference between a thrower and a passer. Smitty and I debate this all the time. Lamar's a thrower, not a passer. Stafford's a passer. There's a difference. But I don't know if it's not just the system that has allowed him to get better. Because mechanically speaking, Tank, he hasn't gotten better. Jalen Hurts has gotten better. 
Like two years in a row, two years in a row, Jalen Hurts mechanically has gotten better. I would argue Lamar has gotten worse. So, and I know we've had these discussions off the record as to who his coaches are and why they coach him and shit. But I don't know if he's gotten better himself. I think the system has allowed him to do better. But if he's the MVP, hey, kudos. I'm I mean, not going to hate on his MVP status if he does get it because I do. I think wins and losses are a quarterback stat all the time. I don't move the needle on that. So, but who's so moving who, the needle though? Like I, I said that I said that earlier today that you said, wins well, and losses. When he loses, you said it wasn't. On, when you said when he wins, it's on him. When he loses, it ain't on the QB. You said that on the show. What do you mean? We talked. Oh, I, I probably said that in a in a in a in a sense that you you you're misunderstanding what I'm saying. I'm context saying that we matters. Yeah, context matters. Number one, but number two, I'm saying that we can't. Like Mahomes earlier today, I said we can't blame everybody else when they lose and then give him all the credit when he wins. I've said that. I've never said that a court that. Why would I say that? That that, that statement wouldn't even make sense. A court wins and losses. I'm telling you now. Wins and losses is a quarterback stat. So that's number you one. Said, you just said this about Matthew Stafford on this show. <laughs> you might have misunderstood. Wins and losses is a quarterback stat. I'm not moving the goalpost. Hold on. You say you're supposed to elevate a horrible roster in Detroit like Mahomes did in Kansas City. Did you not just say that? I said like Joe Burrow did in, in Cincinnati. I said, yes, when you get drafted to uh, as a top quarterback, you're going to a shitty organization. That's going to happen. If you're really that guy and we're going to say you're great, you're supposed to elevate them. That doesn't mean you're going to Super Bowl, but you're, you're supposed to elevate that team. That's what I said. So moving past hey, that, yeah, before, you, know, before you jump in, Tank, also let's make sure we, if we're going to use stats, that's cool. I love that. Let's make sure we get it right. And let's make sure we say the full picture. Let's not just say the stats we want to say to fit our narrative, to fit our, our argument and our debate side. The man has 19 passing touchdowns. That, stat, that, that statistic was a graphic pregame. So let's make sure we're putting out the facts. He has 19 passing touchdowns, five rushing. So total touchdowns, the man has 24 touchdowns to seven picks, threw for over 3,300 passing yards, and ran for over 780 yards with, with two or three games remaining. So all I'm saying is when we paint the picture, rather we can disagree. That's cool. I love that shit. But when we paint the picture, let's put all the facts. Let's, put, let's get the full picture, and then we give our opinion. Let's not throw out numbers and stuff that ain't right. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, and, and, and here's another thing, man. You're saying that uh, this, you know, the system is making him or the team better, but he's gotten worse. But – that, that doesn't make any sense, JB, because what the one thing we talked about. No, I didn't about, say it got worse. I didn't say it got worse. I said. Yeah, I you, 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 you just said he's gotten worse. No, I didn't say he got worse. I said you, you said I should be giving him the credit. No, said, no, no, no. You just said. No, no, no. You just said the, the system he's in is getting better, but he's gotten worse. Mechanically. You did say that. Didn't you? You, that's what you just said. Mechanically. Yeah, whatever. Mechanically, whatever. Yeah. What I'm saying is this. What we talk about with athletes today is the ability to be to have that uh, adaptable nature. Take coaching, and and take that and same problem we got with Justin Fields, right? He's he's pushing against the coaching. Lamar's taking the coaching. He's changed his footwork to make himself a quarterback, and we'll see that last longer in the season. Last week on this show, what I said was Baltimore has to play another click up if they're going to be the front runners in the AFC. And what he did yesterday was that next click up for, for Baltimore where he, you know, he he threw the ball around the field, 
they I think they scored like damn near back-to-back plays. I mean, come on, man. You you gotta give credit where it's due. The kid is improving, and that's all you want to ask for with a guy who's got that much talent. Yeah, I mean, look, he won an MVP in a offense that was predicated to running something what you know Army Navy would do in college. So we know he's a freak of nature. Doing that and getting an MVP in that offense. But we're not even talking about that, JB. We're talking about his improvement right now. I get it. So I'm just telling you that we know to the context of that statement, he's a freak. He can win in any system. He's an athlete. We know but he's that. not he's not using his freak of athletic ability to to uh affect the games this year. He's he's manipulating defenses, throwing the ball. I mean, not not as much. He's not using it as much. And that's keeping him healthy and playing faster down the stretch. I, I don't I think he's I think he's working a lot more from the pocket and he's looking a lot more like a pro style quarterback with his own little sauce on it. He is. I agree with that, but I still think he's ad libbing. Most of his throws are still manipulating in the pocket. His the one the game the game winners last night. He got out and threw the corner on the end zone, and he got he got out of the pocket and threw the other one. I haven't seen him besides the Rams game that tied that game to go to overtime, where he threw the dig crosser. I haven't seen him sit in the pocket and throw it. And that seventeen touchdowns tells you that without even watching the film. It's not like he's got 35 touchdowns. That's telling me, okay, he's in the pocket dissecting shit like Matthew Stafford, Mahomes usually, shit like that. He's still using his athleticism, which he's comfortable doing, which I ain't mad at. That's what you got to do. As a coach, I'm not tripping if he comes off the field and scored me a touchdown at all. I don't give a fuck how he did it. So I want to be clear between your hate comment and truth comments that I make. I think it's the truth. Some of y'all think it's hate. I ain't never hating on him. Hating on him is assassinating the character of a man or some shit like that. I don't do that. I love Lamar. I think he's a great. I just, I just said give him his credit for his improvement. That's what I'm saying. You you don't you you're you're very uh you 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 don't like to give him his credit based on his skill set. And I just said you got to get him credit where it's due. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I get you. I I listen. I want to see him win some meaningful games late in the year before I anoint the guy. As the greatest thing. That's the only part I ever make. Like, that's the only thing I ever say about it. Like, I have to see Joe Burrow win a Super Bowl before I say he's the best. I've said Josh it. Allen? Yeah, I, all these guys. Josh Allen, they got to win something down the stretch, or I'm not putting them ahead of Lamar Jackson. I've said it on the show. So that's my whole point about it. Between all the shit everyone thinks out there with this narrative between the I hate the black quarterback and the white quarterback. No. Nah. I've talked about Carson Wentz, Baker Mayfield, fucking Derek Carr. Come on, homie. Keep it one on it. I've talked about them all the same. The bottom line is you got to win when it matters, especially if you're a $200 million motherfucker. Yeah. And, 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 only, ta- and only time will tell. Exactly. Murray's been overpaid. Let's keep it 100. So has Deshaun Watson. They've been overpaid. Uh, I mean, I mean overpaid, re- overpaid relative to their production. I don't think they produced much. Kyler Murray's missed a season and a half. Deshaun Watson missed two and a half seasons. I don't know where you justify I, the pay at. I mean, I, I listen. I played in the NFL, and I, I would be, it would be very hard for me to say somebody's overpaid. <laughs> you know, just, you. just because, just because they can, you know, they can tear quarter uh, contracts up whenever they want. 
they still control the narrative. So uh, and I, I'm gonna lean on be, you on that. You know better than me. It would be and very I, hard for me to say someone in the NFL is overpaid just because of you know how many. Con- I mean, should I had eight million dollars on my contract when it was terminated? I mean, if so, overpaid. I can never say that. Respect, respect, and I I, I lean on you because I've heard the same from Weddle and Matt and everybody else has said the same thing. So I get it. I'm looking at from the and I give the coaching perspective to the fire and ice part of this show with Smitty to the player perspective in Smitty. So we go back and forth in this thing as a coaching perspective. There's no way I could pay a guy that much money when he hasn't gave me anything to put on my finger. That's just the coaching side. The player side, I get it totally as a former player and coming from guys like yourself. I fully understand it, grasp it and respect. It. Let me ask you guys a question. This is this is kind of a sidebar question that i've been thinking about all weekend right do you guys think that the nil deals in college is going to or should change the rookie wage scale in the nfl because we were talking about brock purdy making eight hundred seventy-five thousand and arch manning making 3.2 do you think that's ever going to should it or could it change the rookie wage scale in the nfl Damn, that's a hell of a question. I'll go first. I was talking to Weddle about this the other day. He 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 had a little insight. I know he's probably listening. I'm hearing they're putting a the cap on it. I heard the NCAA putting a cap on this thing, and, and I heard they're trying to pass it ASAP. So I think that's going to start a whole new can of worms. I think it's going to be a whole new drama-filled uh, debate because I don't know. Now you're going to put a, a, a cap on it, and now you're going to have these kids who – I don't know, are expecting a certain amount. Now they're going to be like, now how many decommitments are you going to see? Like, I, to me, it's going to even get worse. And I think it's always going to get worse before it gets better when you try to restructure something, break something down. So I don't know. Good question. But there's people staying seven, eight years in college now, Tank, because of <laughs> the money. The money. Like, they're making more now than their rookie contract, you know. That's what I'm saying. They're taking a pay cut in the NFL. So, I mean, do you think or should the NFL – uh change that a little what do you think smitty i don't think they should could it yes should they nah like i don't think you should change the way you moving around operating because the NCAA is 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 a shit show you know right now you know what i'm saying and i, I think all the times we, we look at it we look, we look at just the rookie deal you know what i'm saying and we say oh man they're making more now yeah they're making more now for that for that little small window but like especially if you're a quarterback specifically you know what i'm saying like uh you know yeah your rookie deal you might make x amount but the, the thought of it most quarterbacks in the league once they get their second contract you're making all types you you're, you're making shit like it ain't even a conversation you know what i'm saying so it's like all right am, am i really gonna trip over this one little you know moment one little season you know what i'm saying and, and let that affect what the way we do things so i i, I would say no they shouldn't but could i see could i see them doing it I, I, I could see it because I, I you're, you're hearing these players, you know, Marvin Harrison Jr. I don't think he's fully declared yet because he's thinking about probably going back to Ohio State because of the money that he's, uh, you know, projected to, to get if he returns for a senior season. So it is kind of crazy, though, to even have a conversation. Yeah. Straight up. I don't know if they can. Tang, you know better than me. I guess back to your back to your question, like. Can Roger and the whole and this whole monopoly of uh, restructuring, I guess. How can they restructure something that's going to fit where you got to pay a quarterback now so much damn money? And then well, how do you 
structure that within a time frame of a rookie, like adding a rookie to a big bat, you know, how's that going to affect the salary cap? I guess. Yeah. I mean, listen, it's all collectively bargained. And so, you know, my, my thing is kind of like looking into the future of it and, you know, NIL deals are going to go up and, you know, you know, the, the, the NFL rookie wage scale pretty much is, is going to be set for the duration of the collective bargaining agreement, which is another, which is 10 years. And I think we've got, I think we're maybe three or four years into it. And so mm. it was just a question that I thought about, like with guys, you know, because think about this, I mean, NIL money is essentially guaranteed once, you know, you're there and your NFL contract is not guaranteed. And so I just think that there's like the water is muddy now and, and I'm just wondering, like, should they? Could they? Just a question. But let me ask. My, yeah, no, go ahead, JB. Now you got, you got. Yeah. So my quick question to that though is, like, if I'm in the NFL though, it's like, at the end of the day, you can only play in college for so long. You know what I'm saying? Like, once we get out this COVID era, like, you got five years basically. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. Whether you know, red shirt, boom. So at the end of the day, you if you if you try to continue play play this game, you have to come here. Even if you're taking a damn pay cut, you have no choice. There's no other option. Now, if if a players could stay in college forever, then I think this shit would be more serious and NFL would have to change things. But at the end of the day, it's like, hey, brother, you want to have a chance to make, you know, generational wealth, you will have to come here and take this short-term pay cut from your college years. Otherwise, what? Don't play. Right. You know what I mean? It's, it's business. So, like, that's, so if I'm NFL, I, I, there's no reason for me to change the money. Why? Facts. Before we move on, real quick, uh, we got about 20 minutes left. Pound the like, subscribe, become a member, follow Tank on all social media. You see it right there at Tank Johnson 99. Uh, let me ask you guys something back to the MVP discussion, which is a huge thing right now. I know it's on all get up this morning and everything else. Um, back to our debate we were having. Are we are we giving Lamar the benefit of the MVP right now because of this reason, though? And this honest question, we've talked about it a little bit before, but just think about the position and think about who's playing it right now. We've had more backup backups in the NFL than ever this year play the position and take a snap at quarterback. No Aaron Rodgers, no Deshaun Watson. Think about the talent that's not playing. Are we even discussing this in the same regard if Aaron Rodgers is playing and has got 45 touchdowns or – uh, Deshaun Watson playing and got 40 touchdowns and Cleveland is doing what they're doing, maybe even better with Deshaun. Um, aren't they in the discussion more? I'm just saying quarterback play, Tank, you started the show off saying quarterback play has been as bad as we've seen it. Is that a reason why we're so amped to say it could be someone else? My point to you is this. My question is this, having said that. Is this not the year at least you throw a bone to a goddamn running back or something? Since we are underpaying the motherfucker, like how about we throw a bone to CMC or Tyreek Hill or a receiver or somebody? Because in my opinion, they're deserving right now in this in this year. I mean, I look at them more as like a offensive player of the year. But mo- what I look at it is, it's like you know when we talk about like the Heisman Trophy, we did we talk about those Heisman moments? And I think when, when you talk about the MVP. There's MVP moments, and I think mm. this was this game, uh, Baltimore versus 49ers, was slated to be a Super Bowl preview, and Lamar and the Ravens just decimated them to the point where 
I think Trent Williams was on the was on the bench in the in like the last five. And I, don't, I mean, maybe he was nicked up, or he just didn't. He just was like, yeah, we the game's over, so I'm coming out. But I look at it like a Heisman moment, like an MVP moment, equal on equal on the playing field. Went out there and dominated, and so that has more to do with it than anything. Whether it's a down year or not, in his moment, he rose to the occasion. Yeah, and like I think we gotta separate most valuable player from best player too. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause there there's guys that you know I, I'm a I'm a defensive guy, so I'm biased when I think about you know a, a Miles Garrett, a TJ White, uh, 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 what's my guy? Uh, for the Raiders, I'm having a brain fart. That's Crosby. not realistic, man. Matt never Crosby. Yeah, yeah. But, like, of, of course, those guys will never win MVP. But I'm saying it's a different conversation between – I think we we take MVP and we connect that to being the best player. Nah, it's most valuable. And just being real, nine times out of ten, the quarterback position is going to be the most valuable team unless you have an outlier season like when Adrian Peterson – was literally leading the Vikings to to, to to the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? Like, there, there are scenarios when you're like, man, nah, this guy is clearly – I mean, like, I, I not, think well, shadow of doubt leading this team. I think CMC is doing exactly but, what – But you can't say that when you got your when, – when, when your quarterback going into this game last night was leading the MVP odds. So there's an argument that Brock Purdy's more valuable than CMC. So what, no, when it comes to the – that's what I'm no, saying. That's my no, point. But no, no, but I'm saying there's literally, and I'm not saying your opinion. I'm saying there's literally an argument. Like Brock Purdy no, was the head of the snake in the MVP odds. But that's the debate, Smitty. <laughs> that's why I'm saying I don't agree with Purdy being on the list. I don't agree with a lot of these quarterbacks. I think it's the year for someone else. CMC clearly. Let's just be real. We're, we're watching the team last night in the Baltimore Ravens, who we argue probably is the best defense in football, correct? They yeah. stymied the quarterback position last night, who was in the lead for the MVP. Made him look very, very average, as Cam Newton stated so eloquently, as a game manager. Have I, that, I, Things that I've said about Brock Purdy. When things aren't right, he's going to struggle, which he did last night. Did he not? Tank no better. Tank can say I mean, he's killing me all the one, but he knows the real. CMC had 120 yards last night by himself against the number one defense in football with a quarterback that threw four picks, Tank. Come on, man. CMC had to carry that team last night. I mean, listen, man. I, I just I just can't give it to CMC like that, man, just because I'm listen, he's a great running back. Uh, but I, I look at him like Luke Keekley. They tried to anoint Luke Keekley as the great white hope and his head was made out of mashed potatoes and now he's sitting at home. And you know what? I, I think I think he has to uh, run a whole season, put up some ungodly numbers to be in that stratosphere with the quarterbacks because he ain't doing nothing that I ain't seen Shady McCoy do. Mm. And, and, I, and I'm, I'm going to say this too. Real quick. So, like, I'm not taking it away from CMC. He's having a hell of a year. I think he's the best running back in the league this this season. Yeah. But, again, and I, and I said this earlier today, but Tank was on here yet. If you remove CMC from the Niners and you remove Lamar Jackson from the Ravens, which team is is harmed more? I think they're both hurt. I think they both take, take a dip. But which team takes the bigger dip? 
And I just, like, for real, like, I just believe that the Ravens would take a bigger dip losing Lamar versus the Niners. If the Niners got Trent, Debo, Ayuk, Purdy, they get their back up. Like, I just think the Niners still going to be straight. But the Ravens, I don't know if they're going to make the playoffs with Lamar. So when I think of, when I think of value, value, that's the that's the award, I think Lamar's more value. That's all I'm saying, JB. That's all you're, I'm saying. You're, you're asking a question that's a hypothetical that's really not. It's a fact-based question because we've seen it before. CMC without CMC on the Niners, what's their record this year? I'm not sure. This, oh, has, CMC, has CMC missed the game? Yeah, he missed those games. What do you mean? They lost three in a row. No, that three in a row. I don't. Uh, yes, Debo, Debo was Debo and Trent was out. Yeah, well, Trent Williams and CMC were both out. But CMC, the stat I'm asking you is that question: How good are they? We've seen them without Brock Purdy. We've seen Lamar uh, Baltimore without Lamar. They won three out of four last year as they entered the playoffs with Huntley. So without CMC, Purdy's nothing. Purdy ain't that guy. Nah, guy. So okay. I'm just saying. I would say he missed two games. Okay, now nah, I'm just making sure. No, nah, like I said, I'm just making sure we do our fact. CMC got fucked in 18. He had a thousand yards rushing and a thousand yards receiving and 20 something plus touchdowns. He didn't get an MVP. There you go. Well, how bad was the team? That's my point. How are you gonna give it to fucking Miles Garrett or a defensive player that's not in the hunt? Like, no, 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 no. Hold on. Again, just for clarity, I didn't say those guys should win. I I started my take saying there's a difference between MVP and right. like best player. I don't right. think this no, is no, MVP and you're the best player. You're okay. on my got I'm you, saying you. I'm saying this is yeah. the year that someone else, if any year, deserves it other than a quarterback. Because I don't think there's a quarterback yeah. that's just like fucking. Oh damn, he's murdering this shit. That's my point. But let's move on. Uh, we don't have long. Um, most dangerous NFL teams, uh, Tank, before we get to your soldiers. Most dangerous. Not the best five right now, Tank. Most dangerous, meaning, Tank, you're on a roster, and I don't want to fucking go to Buffalo this week. I don't want to go to the Rams. I, I got – I got right now, in my opinion, I think the Rams are the team that nobody wants to play. I think Buffalo's the second. Um, I think Buffalo's the second, and I think the Bucks and the Browns Follow that. I think both all those teams right there are dangerous. Now, I'm not saying they're my five best teams in the NFL. I'm saying right now the most dangerous. Um, does anyone want to go to L.A. and play the Rams right now? Remember, they went to Baltimore and gave it to the team that just gave it to the Niners last week. And they've won, I think, five out of six. Um, Stafford is playing as well as anybody with those two wideouts. I think they're dangerous. Their defense and Aaron Donald starting to look like Aaron Donald again. I think the defense playing well. Uh, the running back, in my opinion, Kyron Williams is one of the top three running backs in football this year. Uh, and the Bills and Josh Allen and that defense, I believe, is the only AFC team that matches up with this Ravens team physicality-wise. So I think the Buffalo Bills, as well, they're playing is is a team that's on the rise. And then the Bucks are playing. Good, man. I mean, Baker got him balling. I don't know what else to say. The defense playing well. Shout out to them. The head coach for, for a lot of scrutiny he's taken. Uh, got them in the playoff hunt. Um, where are you at with the most dangerous? Who Who's the team I may not be, I may be missing? Uh, Cleveland and Flacco? I mean, you got a lot I of mean, teams. I, I, just, I, I just say, you know, what, what, uh, what they're doing in Cleveland right now with Flacco off the, you know, literally off the couch. 
Um, it's dangerous because you, you just, you know, one week it's 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 Cooper, one week it's in, in Joku. And I mean, right now they're literally just, you know, pick your poison. And and I love to see that. I love to see Baker Mayfield uh have a resurgence in his career. You know, they, they wrote him off, you know, he, he's got too many commercials and you know, he's he's quietly went down to Tampa and he's handling his business like a pro quarterback. And and he's a guy that's like, you know, he, he kind of reminds me of just that like honey badger. You know, he just don't mm. give a fuck. You know, I, I love that about him. And, uh, you know, I, I just like to see teams uh, who are ascending at end of the season. You know, some teams come out like gangbusters and then they hit that lull. But teams that are striking week 15 and 16, that's the team like the Giants who can have a damn near 50-50 record and go on a run. Uh, I feel that. I agree with what you guys are saying. I mean, like I, I said it before, I mean, for me, the most dangerous team for me is still the Bills. Uh, I, I got the Rams number two. Uh, you know, like I said, the Bucks. I got a ton of respect for, respect for them. I mean, there's a, there's a good group of teams right there that are all – fighting they're all they're all hot and they're teams that you're like man i don't know if i want to play them right now but for me the bills the number one team i think josh allen has uh you know uh really got it going over the last few weeks you know overall and to me you know he he scares me more than the other quarterbacks for those teams baker stafford etc like josh allen at his best is a bad boy and you don't want to necessarily run into that guy in the playoffs, especially with the, the Bills, you know, and all the other weapons they have uh, on both sides of the ball. So, is Christian, Does Christian McCaffrey have the type of success he's having in another offensive system? I mean, he did I mean, he bought out in Carolina. Yeah, I mean, like C-Mac signed up now, Tank. We got C-Mac is a beast now. Let's not, like, I, CMC. I think, I think he's a beast as well. I'm just saying that – if if he were let's say on the Cowboys, right, and running the Cowboys offense, do you, would he be as successful? You think he would? Yeah, okay. I do. I'm not gonna lie. I think seeing I, I think CMC's real question because of the system too. Like this is a t this is a system where you don't have CD Lamb in, in Frisco. You don't. What meaning this? You don't have a six three six four wideout outside that you can actually throw combination routes to on a, at a, on an all-time high you have Debo and IU who are six footers who are slot guys that you have to make sure that they're involved in the offense through either RPO reverses different types of schematics with George with Kettle with Kittle in the middle with all that Dallas is a completely different thing you kind of do that same thing with CD though CD moves around a lot plays a lot of slot he, yeah, he, but, like, yeah but Dak but I'm saying it's predicated through Dak Frisco's right. predicated through CMC and Purdy's the controversial or not is the manager of this thing. That kind of is the orchestrator over there. So it's a little right. different. Uh, yeah, I, I just look at Christian McCaffrey, and and, and again, like I'm not saying like, he's a Pac-12, Pac-10 kid. I I, I love I, I love the kid. I, what I'm just saying is I I think that Shanahan uh, matchups week to week are a the, a big reason why he has success getting him the ball in space um and giving him the ability to use his talents in space that's that's just a question i was thinking about go ahead y'all um that's not good let me uh, i, I just want to give you my five top five nfl teams real quick before we get tank soldiers and then we'll end yeah. with oh yeah hell no nah. uh 
it, right now, after last night, obviously, the number one and two teams swapped, in my opinion. I think the Ravens are number one, obviously. The 49ers are still going to put it number two. I think they'll have to figure some things out. They'll be back at two. I, I'm moving the Dolphins to three after beating the uh, the Cowboys. And then I got uh, the Rams and the Lions. Where are you guys at? You got Bills in there ahead of any of those teams? They're all similar records is why I asked you. Similar records. Cleveland as well. Yeah, man. Um, man, that's tough. You know, um, at, I got the Eagles and the Cowboys on the outside looking in, even though their record's better than the Rams and the Lions. Well, the Lions are the same, but I think that the not, the Rams are playing better right now than both the Eagles and the Cowboys. You know, I, I think my top three is going to be the same as yours, man. And, and it's crazy because, like, you would think, that we would have the Dolphins at number two, just because like they just beat the Cowboys. They, they I, think they, I think they lack physicality. Yeah, I'm the same way. But but at the same time, I saw a stat that since Jalen Ramsey has returned, they have been they've been ranked one of the top defenses in the league too. So it's like maybe maybe you know we're just kind of hung hung up on the whole Mike Badaniel, the, the 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 weirdness of him, his personality, and all the colors and all that. Like maybe maybe I'm not really watching the Dolphins. But to, many, they to, still to have like a five hundred team is my is a, is. A, well, they just did. They beat the Cowboys. They I mean, just, they just beat them. So, so now I was like, yeah, yeah. So, but for right now, I'm gonna go Ravens, Niners, Dolphins. Then I got Lions at four. We gotta put respect on the Lions. And number five, you know what? I'm gonna still go Eagles, man. And I know they they've been looking crazy. They did win though. It wasn't pretty, but they a win is a win in, in the NFL. I can't, I can't just forget about that. I can't put the Eagles out the top five right now when they're still eleven and four. They still have a chance to win the NFC. They're literally right there in the mix. Like as much as as much as they look a little off, they're right there to win the NFC. They might have a buy. That's you know? fair. Yeah, that's fair. Um, yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. I'm with y'all with the with the Ravens, uh, 49ers, Dolphins, Eagles, Rams. I think the Rams are gonna, you know, they might creep up in there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, tank soldiers, baby. Let's get to some tank soldiers. I know you cut up some film. Yeah. Uh, talk that tank with Tank and Tuesday. We got tank soldiers. Uh, so I know you got your guys. Just, just start reading them off. Tank, go through the list. I know you got. Uh, I know my one of my former guys, Max Crosby's on your list. I saw. Uh, yeah, yeah. I've got the. You know, first I've got. Um, how you say his name? Konish Malcolm. What? Oh wow. I think this kid here is a stud, and and listen. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Any any time you've got an all pro guy on one side, you know, if you can get a solid player on on the opposite side of you, that's that's gonna take your team to new heights. And I think these two guys are finding their rhythm right now, and they're having the ability to play off each other. I think I saw one time where Max Max pointed at him, and the and and, and he. Walked over to the guard, came back. That they moved, they slid the line toward him, and and they ran a perfect game to get pressure on the quarterback. So uh, that's my first one. My second one is Mad Max, Mad Max Crosby, man. Um, with all the eyes on him, you know he does so many. Oh, who, who we got here? Danelle Hunter. Ooh. Oh, okay. No, we got we got Crosby. Okay. The, the what I who we got here? What we got on the on the screen? You. You you got Crosby. He's just replaying it going back. Yeah, you good. You got Crosby. Okay, all right, cool. Well, then my next guy is Crosby. Uh, and, and and I'm gonna tell you why. Because he affects the game 
uh, more than just big plays. He's, he, I saw he gets batted balls, pressure, and hustle plays. And anytime your star player is doing all of those little things, uh, you, you, you're going to have a, a, a soldier. Uh, the Vikings, uh, Danelle Hunter, uh, people use high motor as, as a knock on guys sometimes. And I don't like that. To have a high motor is something that's very important. Uh, this guy uh, wins his one-on-ones week in and week out, and he busts his ass to the ball every single time. So Danelle Hunter over there, I think he's maybe second or third in sacks in the league. I like him. Um, it, over over in the uh, in Pittsburgh, old man Cam Hayward, mm. uh, a mainstay uh, on Pittsburgh front. The old man is still whooping the next generation uh, of guys. And I mean, you look at this guy, he's just, he's just tough. He He's a, a, a Pittsburgh through, through and through. And now he's on his second generation of ass whooping. And I, for one, can appreciate that. And my last soldier from my Bengals is Trey Hendrickson, man. Um, this, this kid, you know, when, when, you know, he, he's had some, he's had some times where, you know, he's been nicked up, but if you remember on their Super Bowl run, he was the guy who made the critical play against Mahomes, and, and he's a guy who doesn't get up a lot of credit. Uh, he's a playmaker up front for the Bengals. Uh, he's been a little nicked up this year, but when he's on the field, he is a hell raiser, and I think he is a player who's on the ascend. So uh, those are my five uh, soldiers for this week. Guys played their ass off. Yes, sir. Thanks, soldiers. My guys. The big dogs. The big dogs. (laughs) Tank Tank is an equal opportunist, though. He had some offense guys last week, so he do it all. Uh, Short, fat, skinny, and tall. Um, Hell yeah, hell no. Let's wrap it up the last couple minutes here. Um, And uh, we'll figure that out segment out let's figure out this hell yeah hell now real quick um i got a couple for you tank and smitty um hell yeah hell now brought to you by betonline.ag use the promo code believe b-l-e-a-v brock purdy is officially out of the mvp race hell yeah hell no hell yeah it's a wrap Yep, I say hell yeah. I mean, there was times where the moment just looked too big for him. You know, when he went to the sideline, his body language—he was dejected, and and like that. No way, as a QB, huh, Tank? Yeah, man. I mean, that that's that's that like that veil of armor that he's had protected by the system just got cracked. The kid looked defeated. Um, hell yeah, hell no. Lamar Jackson is a game manager. <laughs> I, I say, I say, I say, in a way, hell yeah, he's managed games and and he's managed to keep himself more healthy this year. And um, I don't think it's a negative connotation. I think he's kept the train on the tracks, and I think that's a good thing. I, I, before Smitty goes. I think this game manager thing, people don't understand what it really means. I don't think people – I think people think it's like a slight. Like, I'll take a game manager all day. Joe Montana had a lot of years where he was fucking game manager, by the way, and won a lot of Super Bowls. People think, like, it's like you're shitty or something. 
But real quick, if it's not a slight, why are we asking the question? Like, then what is it then? Like, because if you're not a game manager, is, is it a compliment? No, that means I'm going to throw everything on your shoulders, right? And you take it and run. You can't, you don't have a good defense. You don't have a run game. You don't have receivers. We've seen those. Matthew Stafford in Detroit. Okay, we've seen those. I'm saying if you're not a game manager, then you, we've already had this discussion. It's not a bad thing. But Lamar is not the guy you're going to say, hey, Lamar, I need you to throw this fucking 25 yard fucking post corner route to win this bitch on fourth and 20. That ain't the down. That ain't his game, homie. Like, you can't tell me that he's not managed in the system, Smitty. Come on, you got to take your goggles off some point, dog. God. I'm not taking the goggles off. I, I just think you can win games both the way. Just because he ain't throwing a fucking dig route on fourth and 20, maybe he going to run them 20 yards. So or that's gonna run, like, manager. It's not a manager. You just did it differently. So, anyway, I say hell no. That motherfucker's a game changer. He's somebody we've never seen before. Uh, without him, the Ravens are a whole other different team. He's the uh, second most winningest quarterback behind Patrick Mahomes since he's, he's entered the league. To me, that's more than just managing the game. So, well, I, I, I also think I also think that like if you think about like a manager of a store, that's like a a bad manager would be a person who's losing money, right? And I think and and that translates to football as turnovers and and giving the other team opportunities to score. So if if you're keeping the ball, you know, managing the game, I think the biggest stat there is turnovers and managing the game is is very important to not turn the ball over and you know get some points on the board um hell yeah hell no the phoenix suns are the most overrated team we've seen in the last five years five years that's a, that's a broad range you know why i said that smitty in the last five years there was a team in brooklyn that put together quite a fucking uh buzz out there that never mm -hmm. won either so i would put them with that nets team in my opinion this is going to be interesting i'm interested to get your take on this one um this is a team that's underachieved right now and and and, and listen we can't blame injury Bradley Bill was a bad get, and I love Bradley Bill now. I think he's one of the realest kids out there playing at this in this for this generation of kid, and I think he's a hooper. But they knew about his fucking injury prone got self before they signed him to that big contract. That's a management issue. I'm not blaming the injuries. I'm blaming management. I think the Suns have continued to screw up this organization over and over and over, even though they got to a finals. I think they've screwed this up. I think they're very overrated. They're a bad nucleus together, and I think KD sees it, Smitty. Yes, yeah, this is this is a really tough question. I, I kind of want to say, I'm gonna say hell no, just because I I don't know the last five years, man. It's, it's been some other. It's been some teams where we're like we thought they were going. Only be. Brooklyn pops out at me. I don't know. Nah, the, the Clippers don't pop out. You know, everybody. Yeah, the Clippers, Clippers are never going to be in my conversation. But I'm saying no, no, no. I'm saying. We said overrated, most hype. Or, like or the, Philadelphia the, with Embiid and Harden. But I, I don't think they ever got the hype, uh, Tank. You, I never got the buzz. You, you, Maybe I'm wrong. I, I don't see the Philly getting the buzz that Brooklyn got or Phoenix got. No, listen, I live here in Phoenix, and I can tell you that it, it, it's, it's a shit show, man. I mean, you know, as much as I didn't like Chris Paul as a, you know, he's always gets hurt. Losing, yeah. losing him uh, changed, you know, the trajectory of that team. But last five years, I say there was a few more teams that were way overhyped. So hell nah, both of you, huh? 
Um, yeah. yeah. I'll go hell no nah as well. I think Brooklyn had the most hype because Kyrie dynamic, Ben Simmons getting traded over there, Harden. I mean, that KD, that's just four egos that I don't think we're ever going to be the managed. problem is we never saw it ben simmons li- literally didn't play with him like he, he literally you know he yeah, was back year, in emotion yeah. right uh hell yeah hell no nah. the rams will win a playoff game uh, go ahead smith mm. i'm gonna say it oh right now they're leading the it's like rams lions first I round i know and that's a bad matchup for the lions I'm gonna say hell no, nah, though, man. I'm gonna say hell no. Nah. I'm, I'm gonna put some respect on Detroit name. I'm gonna put I'm gonna put respect on their name, man. We I know it's hard to really see Detroit doing something, but hey, these motherfuckers eleven and four. These motherfuckers they, they serious. I like what Dan Campbell is doing. I like the weapons they got over there. I do think it's gonna be a hell of a game if that ends up playing out to be rounds in Detroit. But I think Detroit would would, would, would edge out the victory. So I'm gonna say hell no, nah, but I'm not confident. Yeah, I'm saying hell no nah as well, and I'm I'm kind of with Smitty here. It's it's a toss up either way. It's just a matter of kind of who who you pick out of that game, um, and and who's who plays the best that week, obviously. But um, you know, I think they got they got a late start to the party, and I think there might be some teams that have a little bit more cohesion uh, in that critical point in the season. I'm gonna say hell yeah, but it, but I don't even know if they get in the playoffs, so. Like, we don't know that yet. And and Seattle's still in the mix with them. And I guess a better hell yeah, hell no could possibly be, can the NFC West get three teams in the playoffs? Because that's trending right now. So, mm. I mean, you got three teams right here. In Rams, the Seahawks, Niners. Damn. Yeah. Damn. I mean, Shit, right y'all. Now, three NFC West teams in the playoffs. Probably so. Because, I mean, look at the teams on the right. They're in the hunt. You got the Vikings, the Falcons, the Packers, and the Saints. I ain't confident in not not one of them. So <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, this might be what it is, honestly. Um, hell yeah, hell no, nah. Tank. This is specifically thrown at you, former Bear, uh, monster of the Midway. Will the Bears keep Justin Fields? Hell yeah, mm-hmm. hell no. Nah. Uh, uh, I, I I say hell yeah. They'll probably keep him. Um, just because they're so much invested in him right now and having the first and the fifth pick, they might be of the mindset that they can put some key weapons around him. Um, I, I think that's the safe play, and that's been what the Bears have stuck with is the safe, conventional play, which I think doesn't always work. Mm, man, that's uh, I think they should, but I say hell no. I think the safe place actually tank is going with Kayla Williams because everybody named mama swear, swear, swears to the holy one that Kayla Williams is just the, the next Joe Montana or he's Patrick Mahomes missed with, with Michael Vick. And I'm, I'm hearing all these crazy comparisons. So I think it, in the event that they pass up on them and Kayla Williams ends up being with all these journalists, everyone thinks he's going to be everybody in uh, Chicago getting fired. Everybody. And they already missed. They already missed out on uh, on Mahomes. We forget about that. They dropped Trubisky, and they could have got Mahomes. Yeah. So they're not gonna do that again, man. So they, they, I say hell no. Yeah, I I, I want them to keep them because I just don't think you can go backwards, man. This is a pro. This is an organization that just can't afford to start over with a rookie again. 
And I don't think any of those receivers want to see a rookie in there, whether it's Drake Mave, Caleb Williams, whoever it may be, Pen Michael Penix, uh, you know, Bo Nix. All four of those guys I think are good and could be great, but I don't know if uh, either one of those guys are better than Justin Fields right now. And that is just what I, I, I would keep them. Um, but I, I hope they don't draft uh, a quarterback. But they got number one and two right now. I would go get Marvin Harrison and a tackle. <laughs> Let's make the football team better. Let's not worry about fucking just add and subtract every single year. Uh, that's just me, but what do I know? Um, Tank is always Tank's Soldiers Tuesday. Doc Talk, Jesse Morse was on, thanks to him. Steve Kim had some technical issues, so we couldn't get it through to him. We'll get him on Friday, uh, Thursday. Uh, and we're only today, tomorrow, and Thursday. Um, so make sure uh, you know that. Friday, we're off. Tank, I hope you had a Merry Christmas. Uh, Happy New Year ahead. Uh, hopefully, all things are better in 24 for everybody, the country, America, the world, fucking everybody. Uh, white, black, brown, yellow, you name it. Short, fat, skinny, tall. I hope all is better in 24. We're going to be back uh, better than ever with Tank. The next time we see him will be 2024. So, uh, Tank. You might want to add, we're going to clean this up after the show, our segment with you, but we may have some Tank Soldier College because we got a big weekend ahead with the bowl um, games and the playoffs. So that's going to be some other things we may add in there. Pound the like, subscribe, become a member, and uh, we'll see you tomorrow for Work Boot Wednesday. Big Matt McChesney will join us, and uh, we'll, we'll, we'll have a great uh, rest of the week. And uh, thanks for joining us, and we will see you manana. Pound the like, subscribe, become a member. Peace. We switched it and filled the gap. Smitty and Jason Brown, we killed it, yeah, it's a wrap. We won the games we missed and we switched it and filled the gap. You are now tuning out to the Coach JB Show.